1: woo a, a hand clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. Thank you for calling Super Mario Brothers Plumbing. It's me, Luigi. And if you need service, please text us at the same number you just call nine two nine five five Mario that's nine two nine five five six Two seven four six. Message just about any issues wherever you live—house, condo, mansion—and we'll be sure to text you back right away. Because at Super Mario Brothers Plumbing, we don't say let's wait, we say let's go. Oh, and uh, check our website smbplumbing.com. We're still working on it, so more updates to come. Bye oh, bye been destroyed because of this freak, I won't allow it!
2: what's going on you're listening to thisweekingeek.net i'm your host mike the birdman and well it is the day after the big game which means me and my co-host from the lovely city of kitchener is
3: uh alex that's a weird ass way to introduce me you know, <laughs> alex I- the producer <laughs>
2: I'm I trying to really think where to go with that, and I just kind of ran out of steam. But honestly, it is the day after the big game, because for some reason, I think actually, I, I've heard this for many years. You can't call it the Super Bowl for legal reasons if you're advertising something, which is really weird. That's why uh, we, like an advertisement for like it's the big game. special oh, pizza. Yes,
3: It has to be. It has to be not just approved of them. I think it has to be sponsored by the, the NFL. NFL. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you'll notice, the only thing that was called that uh, is the the Apple Super Bowl halftime, uh, Apple, Apple Music Super Bowl halftime, because they sponsored the Rihanna thing. Mm-hmm. But, but also, it's, it can only be called Super Bowl commercial or ad if on the Super Bowl, they call it that.
2: Yeah, because every spot that shows up online called it the big game spot or some variation yeah, thereof. I think
3: I think it literally can't be called that unless it's on their channels. Like like if it was on the Fox YouTube channel and Fox is the ones, you know, hosting it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's on the Super Bowl channel, they can call it that. But yeah, everything. It's always the, the big game one. Even you know when they do the Stanley Cup ones and they, and they sometimes have commercials for that? Mm -hmm. i'll I'll see the the electronic press packages for it they call it something different too i i i think it's more
2: for the nba as opposed to the nhl because more people watch the nba but yeah no
3: but the but the nhl like when it's when canadian commercials when they make like tim horton's commercials yeah 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 I, i i think they just call it like something cup it's not the stanley cup it's they call it something cup game or something as, as a code name for their commercials. Mm-hmm. And and you're, and you're right. The NBA doesn't. MLB doesn't. They don't have, like, code names for their commercials because it's not as big as it used to be, maybe. You get some big trailers occasionally
2: during the baseball finals, but not as many as you might think.
3: Yeah. March Madness, you get a bunch of interesting trailers and stuff, too, sometimes. Yeah.
2: So anyway, guys, if you haven't guessed by now, this week's edition of Twig is going to be mostly talking about the Super Bowls commercials and just full disclosure, that's going to be exactly what we're going to be talking about during our entire news segment. This week we found was a little light in some ways, but there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to break down yeah Um, and
3: and, i mean we we could we could talk about spy satellites and and balloons and stuff but what's the point if everybody else is talking about that stuff
2: i was about to say yeah Um, i mean the um, only interesting wrinkle is this stuff got shot the the most latest ufo because i don't know exactly what it is yet they're actually they're
3: they're, they're legitimately calling it a ufo (laughs) yeah because they don't know what it is not 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 for aliens but, but because they legit don't know what it was yeah this
2: was actually shot down not too far from where i grew up just about an hour north of me in tobermory area so uh that's interesting uh to which, say the which, least
3: which is funny because in the states all, all they're talking about are the ones that were shot over the yukon and the one over uh lake huron but they're not talking about the new one <laughs> yeah so, it's so there so there's actually been not four in the last week and a half like, there like have three. been there's been five because of this one that was just shot down here that's three in canada well i guess the lake huron one was ordered to be shot down over canada but they actually shot it down in the middle of the lake so it's like a border thing mm-hmm. but like that's three within canada in in the last like and it really just i know this is the opening of the show and we're not really talking conspiracy stuff but if you were going to test the waters for seeing what a country's capabilities are for detecting these things makes sense to come over the North pole. There's a, there was, lot, there's a lot less stuff that traditionally there was a lot less sensor stuff up there.
2: There is a friend of mine who's former uh, military and we were talking yesterday and he's like, you know, if you wanted to give some information out with all the eyes on, on the Super Bowl now wouldn't be a terrible time. Cause you'd have 35 million people plus watching so this put, could potentially be them testing the waters. But that's conspiracy theory. Shit. Oh, wait, wait,
3: oh, so you see where my brain goes, dude, mm-hmm. is is they, they pick it up and they realize that, oh, this was supposed to be like a viral ad campaign for the Super Bowl. It was supposed to float down there. And, you know, they had like it said there were like streamers off the bottom of it hmm. What what if the streamers were originally holding a sign that just said, hey, 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 eat ass every day? <laughs> 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 but but it's probably a little more nefarious than that. But probably. Anyway.
2: But anyway, so, yes, as we often do off the top of the show, we often talk about what has happened in the week in our personal lives. Uh, for myself, this week, this week has just been a lot of work. Um, I've been doing a lot of work. With uh, the newspaper that I've been working for, I've been busy writing articles. I have a midterm due at the end of the week, which I really haven't started. I guess that's what I'm doing tonight. Um, That's been pretty busy. Oh, big news, actually. So I got an email this last week from a publication that I've been working with, and I'm going to be a published author probably by by the summer or the fall of this year, as soon as I sign my releases today so don't let me forget alex um i should be all published i should have copies of the book
3: by don't let me forget alex does that mean in about a couple hours i got i've got to send a text message to both you and blair to be like Blair, please print this off inside it. Blair, Michael wanted me to remind him, but that means you have to remind him. <laughs> yeah. One way or another, make sure that I get this done. The, the backup is as long as I message both of you, I have a text trail that I can prove that I did it.
2: Exactly. So uh, that's very, very exciting. It's going to be about some of the poetry that I've been uh, performing at the Guelph Spoken Word thing, which I'll be performing at again this weekend uh, in Guelph. So that'll be pretty exciting um other than that i haven't really been playing a whole i'm just gonna be beginning a game which you'll hear on the show next week that'll be metroid prime remastered i'm just starting to play that uh nintendo sent that over i did a bunch of reviews i've reviewed every toy i've gotten from hasbro i've actually no that's not true i have one more to record today Which is uh, probably going to be something you'll hear in next week's show, if not in the coming weeks, uh, because Alex also has Turtle Treasure. So it'll show up somewhere, I assure you.
3: The idea was, if we're going to be busy... And we also have a box of review stuff. Let's just review everything we can right now. And some of it's evergreen that we can hold on to for the next week or two.
2: <laughs> exactly. So just get it done. Get it out of the way. Because uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie is coming up in March. And I got a couple toys for that. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, other than that, though, I really haven't been playing or watching a whole lot. Actually, no, that's not true. Confession time.
3: <sighs> are you being Are you being dumb and just playing more, more Dragon Ball that, that I don't understand why you like it?
2: No, uh, Well, that I am because I'm waiting for the new uh, DLC for Xenoverse and I'm still working through the Bardock stuff. Um, but no, the thing that I've been doing, I have now watched every single episode of Gordon Ramsay's US version of Kitchen Nightmares. And for the cherry on top of this, I found out what has happened to every single restaurant that was featured on that show. And there's some really weird rabbit holes on that. In fact, there was one guy who stole money from his son because he was left it in a will because his dad was a very notorious mob boss. And holy shit, murder, suicides, arson, the whole kit and caboodle. And they couldn't cook a fucking burger. Um other than that um I mean I mean so. I, th-
3: I think everybody remembers like the Amy's bakery one.
2: Oh yeah. Oh man there's a weird story there too. They now live in Israel. Evidently yeah, she yeah. can cook now. Cause,
3: cause, yeah because well yeah apparently well her thing was it wasn't that she was bad at cooking it was how horrendous they were at the front of of staff stuff like well, actually that, talking to customers.
2: Well that and they ordered in all of their baking was bought but she did oh, learn kind of later on.
3: I thought she did the baking, but all the food was like frozen stuff.
2: Uh for the vast majority of it, yes. Uh most of it was like store bought. All her stuff was like bought the the day of or the day before. Um, but she has learned her and her husband, Sammy, moved to Israel,
3: because I think that's where he's well, originally from. D- didn't he get deported like his green card yes. got denied be- because he had a criminal history that they didn't report? Yes, and she had some problems
2: with social security or social insurance or something.
3: Basically, weren't they defrauding the government out of money because
2: something like that? Yeah, it so was pretty she, so significant. She,
3: so, so she probably can't come back either. Yeah, it, it was intense stuff. I was like, wow, that's really and, interesting. And remember, wasn't that one of the first like major viral TV show clips that blew up on YouTube? Like, but say,
2: back? oh, oh yeah, like that was one thing where they wasn't got review bombed on.
3: Wasn't that, like, 09 or 2010, like, right when that was a big thing?
2: I want to say at the latest it was 2012 because the U.S. version ended, I want to say, 2014 or something like that. Yeah, it,
3: it, it was somewhere – yeah, you're right. So it was at least 10 years ago when, like, like, right when YouTube was becoming the place where, like, people – You could would share clip, clips and stuff. Clip, clips of TV shows and that can make the show more famous than it was.
2: But, say, yeah, so – like I said, there's some really interesting. Th- I think the channel I found a good chunk of stuff on. I think the channel's called Mermaid Cove or Mermaid Grove, and the guy does a lot of really interesting info. I also found I think the other channel is called Film Insights, and there was one person I found out uh, had actually passed away. Um, I can't remember her name was Mama Mama something, but she was a really nice lady who owned an Italian restaurant with her son. The son finally learned how to do things right, but it took a number of years. I think the place is still open. A lot of the, and here's something, and then I'll pass it off to you. One of the things that I found out, a lot of the places don't survive when they get uh, helped by Ramsey because there's such a a long period of time between the filming date and the air date. So there's that huge gap, and they may be in so much debt by the time Ramsey shows up. There's not a lot he can do anyway. I think something like less than. 10% of those restaurants survive. Some of them do. Although final thing I'll say the UK version is way more brutal than the U S version. And not every place gets a makeover, but Ramsey will tell you exactly what you're doing wrong, how to (laughs) fix it. And he will not hold you back. He's a lot more vulgar on the UK version, but he's also much, much more funny. So uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Plus I went to hockey which was uh, really, really good this week. We had a really bad showing on Saturday night versus the London Knights. But when you came over on Sunday, we won against the Peets. So that was good. So out of three games we played this week, we won two. So not too shabby at all.
3: And uh, so that, that's basically your busy, yep. busy-ass yep. week.
2: <laughs> yeah, as always, except Gordon Ramsey this time. Yeah.
3: Uh, for me, it was catching up on some review stuff, and uh, then we came over for Alex's belated birthday fun time visit slash mm-hmm. valentine's, which we won't get into.
2: <laughs> Most hilarious card ever.
3: I, I, made, I made a not safe for work or life card for, for Michael, <laughs> and as we tend to do. My uh,
2: sister died looking at it.
3: Yes. It was, it was worth it. Uh, and I finally got to play with the kitties again, which is like the most, that's the birthday present I want. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: they were using you like a trampoline.
3: Yeah. Like they were not afraid. Like I came in, they were in the hallway and they're looking at me like, who are you? Because, you know, I've only seen them. What this is a third time.
2: Yeah, exactly. I saw,
3: I saw them when you first got them or like within a week after you first got them. Uh, and then I saw them right after Christmas and then I got sick for two weeks and then we didn't see each other for like Over six a month. Yeah, yeah, it was like almost five, six weeks. So they're like double the size they were before. And, you know, I sit down in the chair, say hi. And then they're deciding that, hey, we're going to climb up on you. We're all over you. Give all the purrs, which is nice. And then jump off of you like a trampoline. Uh, they used my legs to, like, hide behind and attack each other. Uh, they decided that it would be fun times to just, I don't know, eat Uncle Alex's toes and feet. Uh, and so there, there's all that going on, uh, as well as just in general, them running from across the room as fast as they can, jumping, hitting my knee and reflecting off like they're Spider-Man or something <laughs> and jumping like another five or six feet in the other direction. Uh, you know, it's good times, but they, they are still babies. So they just like to eat like all of the computer tables. <laughs> how many times are we like hey cut it out they're looking at us like slowly going back to try to, it's no don't do that <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah they're no. like we've done nothing wrong don't lie to me <laughs> yeah so i mean we got together hung out we sp- <laughs> like you know we're getting old that when for our birthdays we hang out and we spend like two hours going on wikipedia and looking up what famous people grew up in the towns we've lived in <laughs> oh god yeah doing doing that and then listening to like lame music in the background and uh, just just like old people i think that plus the pandemic did it to us right like because visits are were for like three years few and far in between that when we get together we don't even know what to do with ourselves except just like do almost nothing and just be bask in the joy of being with friends
2: but say yeah we've like kind of reached that bizarre age now where it's just you just kind of exist, and that's just kind yeah. of the way things are.
3: You're like, do you want to play games? You want to do something? no? Let's just like do nothing.
2: Yeah, it, it was a remarkably chill time. So and yeah, it was we nice. Had,
3: we had uh, uh, Blair's famous hamburger soup, which is odd. It's, it sounds odd, but it's extremely tasty. Uh, and then I had we had little cupcakes or a little cupcake brownie for for our uh, our weight loss slash diabetic uh, friendly dessert birthday cake alternative. (laughs) Uh, And then it was a a, a head home day. Oh, and again, uh, this is not going to be like important to anybody that's in the States, but there's a discount grocery store that opened up near me that turns out they sell a lot of stuff from the States you can't get here. So I stocked up on all the sugar-free things. So yay me. Again, very boring adult Getting close to midlife crisis aged <laughs> birthday, but still fun. Uh, that's, that
2: that that's kind of how I'm viewing my channeling my inner Gordon Ramsay. I'm just I've reached that m- midlife crisis. I've literally become that picture of Bugs Bunny in the bathrobe with the big glasses
3: and the stupid hat sitting on the lawn chair. That's me yeah. now, P- pretty much like you, like. F- when we were starting to hang out six years ago, right. Mm -hmm. If you had told me that this is what you're, you watched all the Gordon Ramsay, and you weren't paying attention to like
1: 18 plus.
3: geek or nerd things i would have given you the look like you've got turds falling out of your mouth what's wrong with you and then you know yesterday you're like i've watched all of the gordon ramsay stuff and it didn't phase me and i went oh no i'm old now too i was gonna say yeah because you, you watch call the midwife with my hey, wife that 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 is our show it's not for you it's <laughs> it's it's the it's the one thing michael and i are our best friends and And then Blair and I are girl British show friends. (laughs) That's what, that is our thing. (laughs) We have, she's, she will send me a message. Have you watched Call the Midwife? I want to talk about it. Michael won't watch it with me. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I will watch it. (laughs) Which by the way, I have to catch up on. I missed last week's show. But then again, we all, we do also watch uh, The Last of Us. And I think as we get closer to like, we're at the halfway point now. Yeah, think, over over that yeah we're, it's now. right because only nine episodes we're definitely going to have to do a special uh, episode to talk about that and maybe oh, yeah. other other gaming related shows uh maybe a prototype on it or something because you know we don't want to go episode by episode but like i've been super impressed
2: yeah like it's probably the best video game adaptation that has been done hands down it's better than the witcher it's better than cyberpunk and
3: like like, but
2: we got a lot to talk about. A
3: lot exactly. And, and like how many i I've cried like almost every episode. There's, I'm like, Oh my god, I'm old and I'm old and weepy. <laughs> so yeah, yes, I got it. that's that's basically been a week. It's been a, a hodgepodge of just a little bit of everything and then obviously now Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so we are going to take a break here on ThisWeekInGeek.net before we dive into talking about the Super Bowl trailers, but we're going to take a uh, brief moment here to take a look at one of the reviews that Alex is going to be featuring uh, this week, and then I'll have a couple of toy reviews or something here on the show. Actually, no, it's going to be Alex review, toy review, and then Alex again. Either way, you're going to enjoy some good stuff that you may want to pick up or maybe not want to pick up. We'll be back, guys, right after this, only on ThisWeekInGeek.net. I've been Mike the Birdman. He's been Alex producer. We'll be back, guys, right after this.
3: Our friends over at NIS America sent a review copy of Raiden 4 Cross Mikado Remix for the PlayStation 5. Uh, This is the first time I've actually played Raiden 4. Uh, And you might be wondering, you know, what is this? You know, what's the cross with what's the? The extended name for uh, what this is is this This game had been released in the past uh, on modern consoles or modern at the time consoles uh, but what this adds is uh, new remixed uh, soundtracks and uh, like I believe it had been published previously on the Nintendo Switch uh, and now uh, with a new publisher this is getting put out on uh, the more advanced hardware not just the Switch uh, so what do you get with it? Uh, more soundtrack options. Uh, uh, also, obviously, native, native code versions for PS4 and PS5. Um, uh, it runs at 60 FPS. There were some people saying that you could get it to run at 120, but apparently it doesn't seem to have that. Uh, there aren't uh, any special DualSense uh, functionality features with it, uh, uh, but uh, it does have something that... It's not something that people necessarily talk about as often as they should is it has PS5 activity card support. What that means is uh, when you play the game and stop, uh, if you were to hover over it and go over the the game in the uh, PlayStation's, or PS5 specifically's, uh, operating system menu, when you look at it, it'll have activity cards showing how close you are to completing certain tasks, like how close you are to doing, um, uh, let's say getting uh, a trophy, doing something. And that is... Uh, probably was most prominent originally in the advertising for when the system was launching and they showed off uh, the Sackboys game where they showed somebody clicking a button and you could sort of jump into that mode or that area and see if you can complete it or it gives you tips or it'll be like, you're 25% away from doing something. It's nice that they included that here because not every single game, especially third-party titles, even include that. What it does uh, is, you know, it tracks your progress. So let's say that there's something that you're about to complete in overkill mode or arcade mode, Uh, if you click the the activity card saying you're you're, again, you're like 27% through, click that, it'll load the game almost instantly because of how fast the PS5 loads, load you right into that mode and get you started so you can continue on from that point to get that specific trophy, Uh, which is pretty darn sweet actually. Now, uh, as far as uh, any other features that are are, uh, included, it has like quick resume on other consoles too. So, and it loads again, super quickly. Uh, but again, no, the only thing that was a bit of a downside, is no specific controller features other than, you know, you got your basic rumble, but it doesn't take advantage of the, uh, the adaptive triggers, uh, or the, the haptic rumble, which is, a, you know, that's a little too bad. That's pretty much the only detractor, uh, that I have for this is that it doesn't take full advantage of what the PS5's controller can do. Uh, visually, uh, it's got a bunch of visual modes and filters you can turn on and backgrounds and side, uh side art uh, because you know it's a vertical uh, shooter and uh, it's pretty straightforward no crashes rock-solid frame rate if you're a fan of the arcade shooters uh, especially you know the Raiden series or any other vertical shooter you know what you're getting in for here and it has you know the robust features that as far as how it was ported uh, there's a bunch of different game modes Uh, you can pick up and play fairly easily you don't have to worry about the difficulty too much. There's enough uh, customizability there as well. The text is easy to, to read on the screen. It's scaled well to pretty much any TV size. Uh, it's just a really good port of an arcade title with uh, you know really good you know remix in my opinion at least remix music added to it. So if you're looking for something uh, to pick up, you know that to fill that niche void in, in your heart of of uh, you know old arcade shooters brought into the modern era, then I think you're probably going to like uh, *Riding 4 Cross, uh, Mikado remix. It's all these long titles always get me tongue-tied, but still, uh, I think it's a solid release, and uh, pretty much any platform you play it on, you know, PS5, Xbox, you're probably going to have uh, no issues whatsoever. And it's also available on PC for those of you that uh, prefer to play it on, you know, Windows.
1: The Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. Gossip, rumors,
3: panic in the streets. We're lucky. This Week in Geek News.
2: Welcome back to thisweekinggeek.net. I'm your host, Mike the Birdman. He's Alex the producer. I don't know how the Super Bowl should have went, but I can tell you that call in the last couple of minutes of the game was complete horse shit. Somebody's going to be...
3: Somebody's gonna be- they're gonna be well. People are gonna be obsessing over the tape, analyzing it, yada yada. I don't know much about the sport, like about the individual plays and how it works with moving forward and blah, blah blah scoring. But what I do know is how to analyze a play-by-play tape. And when somebody says somebody's grabbed for holding, and it somebody essentially taps the person and pushes them out of the way, that's not holding.
2: Yeah. So, Say yeah. That's like really guy that's the call you're going to make in the most important game of the year with so much left to go nah
3: i'm kind of surprised that the refs are able to show their faces without getting you know shot in some of these states
2: yeah because uh
3: because of how serious people take these games
2: oh yeah like football is this again this is just us as canadians looking down i mean i guess you could say us in the vancouver stanley cup thing um you people take sports entirely too seriously. You know
3: what? You're people think that it's when it's their team, that it's their They're losing like themselves. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, like, a personal it's thing. like, it's like, you, it's like, you know who lost somebody, every person on the, on the team that lost is worth like 50 to a hundred million dollars losing to a team. That's just going to make another 50 to a hundred million dollars each. Yeah. Uh, for two or three billionaires that run the teams. And, Nothing was. Nothing is lost by by a team who who loses except advertising revenue for their city for the next yeah. year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So so I but I I understand why people love it. I do understand why people get into the sport. Just I do worry when somebody makes it. that wasn't. In my opinion, it's see, and I'm not I have no skin in the game. I felt that that was a bad call, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. That that was that was, and to the point where when you hear the color commentators and everybody where they're usually like all like boisterous and exuberant when you hear them get very quiet and then say i and they're stammering over trying to figure out how to how to justify the call it's like oh so what i'm seeing is probably what they're seeing too and it's like somebody's going to get investigated over whether that call was like is there money on the line for the ref you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Like and it's happened before in other sports in other countries where turns out the ref had a bunch of money riding on a team. Yeah. It was uh, a little bit sketchy to say the very least. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's the case here. Uh, They go with what they can see, but if they have 30 cameras angles, that was not, that was not holding. But anyway, that's beside the point. And again, I, I, and I'm only mentioning it because I'm not somebody invested in it. I don't care that much. It's just, I look at it and go that's going to be the talk of like sports news for the next few weeks.
2: I'd say, yeah, people are going to be talking, which is what
3: what was the stupid one last time. Was it deflate gate or something?
2: Oh yeah. Where the ball was not inflated properly and Tom Brady and I don't fucking
3: know. Million, million, millionaires arguing over millionaires when it really, it's just the fans that lose out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's the Mr. Burns money fight. So, We're going to talk about everything that happened in terms of popular culture at the Super Bowl this year. And there's a couple things we're going to talk about. The first one we're going to get out of the way is the big elephant in the room, which is Warner Brothers and DC's The Flash. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to
3: start by saying this. I'm pleasantly surprised. (laughs) I'm going to say this. Uh, I'll say this right now. Fuck Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah. But, but, but. This looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the weird
2: thing. Like now I've heard through a couple other sources and I think one may even have been the Hollywood reporter that Ezra Miller has made significant leaps and bounds uh, in his treatment.
3: Don't, but don't believe that bullshit that that of is course. something PRP. PR. Speak. You, 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 Mr. Public Relations Postgrad. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know exactly what that is. That is damage control. Oh, of course, uh, because and, they
2: want this to be positioned the best thing if, in the marketplace to make if, the shares go up.
3: If they've made consistent strides, why has Ezra Miller not been seen in public since the arrests?
2: Yeah, because if a guy like that has done real work, let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt for 30 seconds. Let's say they have done the
3: work. Why if I was no, their PR up. Why, why why has there been not a single apology for the behavior?
2: I wouldn't let him near a microphone until just before the release and even then he what? would have to be vetted by every executive through, and, and through the studio doctors
3: through their publicist why have they not had a single and i understand it's like admission of guilt can be a thing yada yada, yada. but mm-hmm. if you're going to rehab and making strides why has there been no leaks from the rehab center no My... leaks from anywhere no. why has tmz not found any evidence of this person going to rehab
2: My guess is they're probably playing this. And this is my professional PR opinion. I think they're playing it remarkably close to the chest, which suggests to me several things. And this is pure speculation on my behalf. I'm guessing it's an extremely private, very well secured facility. If anything has been leaked to TMZ, my guess is uh, the Terminator of Lawyers has been approached to a lot of the well-known paparazzi sites and said, if you say anything, we will sue you into the ground. But they can't sue if it's truthful. That's true. But I have a feeling someone is swinging the proverbial death hammer Uh, out there. That's what I'm guessing. But you're right. Something should have been said by now, but they're probably waiting to see what happens because it's too close to the initial breaking story my guess is if we see anything april maybe march you'll see something come out because they're going to have to start doing press tours sooner rather than later oh
3: i guarantee you ezra's not doing the press tour oh for sure
2: or they'll bring out keaton they'll bring out keaton they'll bring out affleck you might get him in press promo kits like stuff that's been pre-recorded
3: and pre-screened the two Batmans together would be a good PR move. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, how does Keaton feel about his next movie being completely shit-canned by them? I don't I have a feeling Gunn may have something up his sleeve. I think Gunn is gonna use seeing this, I think Gunn is gonna use him. But Keaton, I know I know Keaton gets paid whether or not his movie comes out. Yeah, like he's but, already got but his the, money. The the only thing he would have argument to say is, hey, at my age, how many more leading roles do I have you know, you kind of fucked me on this by shelving my movie forever.
2: But so yeah, I mean, if you're gonna sunset me, give me something interesting. And I have a feeling we'll yeah. see some. I um, think we're we're gonna see one more project out of this. I, I will th- see. I,
3: yeah. Well, we already know that the Supergirl movie is with this this person from it. I forget mm-hmm. her name. Yeah, I can't um, remember it either. Now, if you looking at it, uh, if you were gonna do the. If you were going to do the press junket tour for it, you're not going to have Ezra. I don't think you should have Ezra Miller. You will not
2: get him in front of a hot mic or a live camera. Will not happen.
3: No, it'll be recorded stuff. Maybe. uh, Simply because even for Ezra's. Okay. Taking out of account that I personally think Ezra's a piece of shit uh, because a piece of shit is a piece of shit is a piece of shit. Being famous doesn't make you a piece of shit. Being famous amplifies the piece of shit that you are. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Uh, You you fool me once, you can make a mistake, but assault multiple people and all the crazy shit that it's not even alleged. Like there's evidence of this stuff happening. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But taking that stuff out of account, and if this, this is a case of somebody actually getting mental help and getting taking somebody and putting them into this kind of limelight for the press junket is very bad for somebody's recovery. Yeah, (laughs) So I would, I would highly suggest against it, especially if the rumors of them reshooting stuff for the end of the film to kill the character off and never ever showing up again is true. You probably don't want that person showing up because then what do they have to lose about bad mouth in the movie? Yeah.
2: Like I, I I think whatever we see out of press junkets will be very, very, very
3: telling the press junkets are going to be, I don't know how much, I think Affleck's probably in a, in a, at the beginning and the very end. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in the middle of the team up, Batman, Batman team up might actually happen. Um, I think the press junkets you're going to see will be Michael Keaton and the actress that's playing Supergirl. Yeah. For almost everything. Uh, and you'll see gun doing stuff because he won't be doing the press junkets for guardians. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though that's his directorial movie, I you will I guarantee you you will not see him do that for Marvel. I think of,
2: you I think you might see him on the red carpet.
3: Nope. You don't think so? Nope. He's the head of their main competition.
2: Yeah, that's true. He,
3: he's not just directing a movie for DC. He's, he's the everything. CEO of DC. Yeah. You think Marvel's going to let him on the red carpet premiere? Yeah. He he, he might now he, he might show up you know and they will be fucking pissed but he will not be invited yeah and, and, or or they may allow him to go to the premiere at like chinese grauman theater mm-hmm. but he will not be allowed to be on a hot mic to talk during the press junkets because and again we'll get a little deeper dive into, into the the trailer for the flash but did you notice something about the guardians trailer what his name doesn't show up yeah, you're right. Now that I think about not, it, not in the marketing, not in the the uh, the end where they show like the credits for the movie are coming mm-hmm. soon. No mention of James Gunn. Hmm. I was I, 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 I was, look I was look. purposely looking for that, and his name was nowhere to be found because they are pissed that he left. Well, and I mean he left because they screwed him over the first time, <laughs> and then when they asked him to come back, he said sure. And then DC was like, "You want to be our CEO?" where you're basically in charge of our entire you're not just in charge of our our programming you're technically in charge of the entire comics industry on our end and they're like he's like yeah and then disney's like oh fuck (laughs) but anyway so this trailer though for the flash i thought it was going to be flashpoint but like time travel it's it is but it isn't yeah it's kind of flash flashpoint light it's it's low-key it's, it's like, it's, it's like quantum mania or Loki. Like he's it's flashpoint, but he doesn't run back in time. He runs so fast. He goes to another dimension. Well, yes and no, because he goes back into the justice
2: league timeline, but when he does, it's kind of like, I'm trying to remember. Uh, no, if, if you, it's splinters you, timelines. Uh, it's when you, it, no, I, it, it's back to the future. Yes. Ask but Aaron.
3: I've, yes. But I've watched the trailer now, like five or six times as have I. Have, have you heard the way Batman's wording it to him? Like yeah. uh, Ben Affleck, Batman? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's And the way they're talking about uh, the... Lucky Land
0: Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to
0: say? Yes, you do.
1: In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting? Really? Yes.
0: Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell.
1: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: He didn't just run back in time. He has, they said, uh, oh, sorry, it's Michael Keaton's Batman. Why have you come to this world?
2: Because this is the one where my mom is it's alive. Not,
3: it's not time travel he's gone through to like earth two or whatever mm-hmm. he has gone to parallel worlds he's that's stuff that so they are they're they're merging a couple different flash storylines yeah into into one which is a smart way to do it this is the way that they can get their multiverse of madness and it is their multiverse of madness so uh expect to see some weird cameos i would assume in if not actors on camera uh newspaper articles or he'll see pictures expect to see like a newspaper article with like jack nicholson's joker on it
2: yeah or maybe you might see a christian bale batman reference somewhere
3: so yeah it depends on how many i think what's going to happen is things are going to fracture near the end and we're going to get a batman team up there was already talk weirdly enough of uh of clooney showing up in a little cameo and it's like supposedly that's been debunked but we'll see again and I, I i think it's debunked as far as actor i think we might see pictures
2: yeah same here yeah um,
3: like for instance like when if he's running through or if the flash is running through the, the, the what is it the speed force and you can see like there's little clips where he's like seeing memories in the in the speed force popping up beside him like little like basically windows into uh worlds when he's Mm -hmm. searching for things you might see things like other batmans or you might see something like uh you might see like the flash from the 90s tv show like you'll see like a picture of the world sort of thing but not but not anything new footage like archival footage i think if Clooney or val kilmer show up it's going to be archival footage yeah um that being said I really do think the two Batmans are going to have a moment together. And I think that's going to be a big surprise for people. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting you know, that, that they're not using Superman and that's because of the, well, obviously we, we know what's happened now with, with the Superman contract. <laughs> um, but do you think of, can you think of anybody else that might show up, um, from, <sighs> from this connected? I don't think we're getting a wonder woman because we already no. know that contracts in doubt. Uh, aquaman is a possible there might yep. be a reference to it uh because that movie's still coming and, st- and that is still technically connected to this this universe um i think but, you i don't think you'll see a shazam reference i don't no um i, 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 I doubt m- it as well
2: i think you might hear barry mention what happened to cyborg and he might say like a one-off line maybe well, uh, um, maybe but
3: do you remember he they James Gunn has made reference to that the Green Lantern show it movie has now turned into a TV show and it's going to be a hub of what happens in their new connected universe. Do you think there'll be a tease of the Lantern Corps? Mm-hmm. Like, I do. Like, like with it, with him going through, like, is Barry going to get in shit for breaking the timelines and all this by the Lantern Corps? I could see maybe the post-credits scene.
2: Maybe, like, here's what I think might happen. You might see Earth Prime, which is where the new timeline is. You'll see, presumably, our Barry is gone, so Ezra Ezra Miller's gone. You might hear someone saying, well, now what do we do? And you might just see a green flash in the sky, a meteor strikes the Earth, and it's um, Abin Sur going, seek out one who can use the light, and
3: then it ends with the beginning of Green Lantern okay, we know Gunn's sense of humor and we know he did some reshoots and some retooling. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll get a fake out Ryan Reynolds? That might be really funny, actually. I could see that. Like, when running through... If the world is being fractured, the universe is being fractured, and, you know... Michael Keaton's character says, "You need some help" or whatever in the trailer. Like when he's running through and he's seeing things. Do you think he's going to see like he's looking for universes where his mom mm-hmm. survives? And he sees the universe with Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. He's like, "Ew, I don't want to go there." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. He's like, "Anybody but that guy." <laughs> he's like, "He's like, oh, I gotta get some help. I got to go to a universe for this." Food. And he looks, and it's the the yellow poo monster, and he's like, "Ew!" And he just runs away. <laughs> and then you just, and you just hear like Ryan's voice in the background. <laughs> no 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 don't leave me alone <laughs> something <like> no that.
2: <laughs> yeah like i don't know like watch it like like you i've seen the trailer about five or six times i've watched a couple of dc experts analyze it yeah i'm more optimistic than i was
3: can can i give you my uh my two conspiracy theory alex alex's brain works differently thinkings of go how the movie's me. gonna go all right one uh we we see i I have a feeling we're going to get a cameo from Brandon Ralph, Superman. We won't get, obviously, uh, you know, we won't get uh, what's his name,
2: Chris Hurrell, because he's passed. Well, not Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill.
3: Henry Henry Cavill. I think we're going to get a Brandon Ralph reference in it. Um, I, I think that'd be pretty cool. That's just a, a little tiny, you know, little thing there. But uh, I think, looking at the trailer, I think I know it's going to happen. I okay. think our world, Barry. Like, as in, like, the one that's from this, uh, like, from the Justice League world, like the current Barry. I think he's becoming Reverse Flash. I think, well, he, they I think do
2: hint at there's going to be a dark flash for sure.
3: They're in the trailer for like one second. You see the uh, yellow suit flash, which is like, isn't that Reverse Flash? There is, but that's a different character. That Reverse Flash is a guy called
2: e-barred i
3: i I know from the different guy
2: but but there is a reverse flash who is literally a dark version of barry
3: i have a feel like and and we see that he's teaming up with like the naive barry from this world or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. i think and he's teaming up i think by the end of it he starts to become corrupted and very jealous i can see that and and i think the ending is going to be both like he's gonna have to redeem himself or something at some point and i think i think in redeeming himself or doing whatever he has to basically he's gonna have to kill himself mm-hmm. before he does like he's gonna have to go back in time and basically kill himself and i know that sounds dark but I, like if not kill himself is like some sort of uh time cop thing where you You know, two versions of yourself from the same timeline can't touch each other, yada, 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 or you turn into goop and explode. Mm -hmm. I think that he's going to have, I think he's going to have the, uh, the butterfly effect, uh, realization that everything he touches turns to crap. So he's got to stop himself from doing things. Yeah. And in saving the universe, in quotes, and the multiverse, he's going to die and we're going to see him in the speed force. And, I think the altered ending, or the or the reshoots, or post credit scene, are going to be Barry getting to see his mom in the Speed Force because he's gone. He's become one with the Speed Force, not necessarily dead, but ascended or whatever you call it. Right, uh, is going to be in the Speed Force. Gets to, you, you get like the white light sort of thing where he gets to be with his mom and be happy. We're all going to shed a tear, be sad for him, but also happy. And then the post credit scene um, is going to be. The speed force is power transferring to the new flash yeah whatever character it's going to be it's not going to be barry
2: yeah yeah because like in the comics there is kid flash there's impulse there's the various versions of the flash that have happened from other universes i know there's been talk of grant gustin getting some kind of a cameo and, again
3: and i think i think what we would see if we are going to, if we know we're going to get more Batman of Michael Keaton's Batman mm-hmm. is we'll see the speed. Like, I think that prime earth prime, the dilemma might be with the like the green Lantern core. Like you said, like they just won't have a flash. It's like, and there's no speed force defender. Um, But what I think is going to happen is in the Michael Keaton world, it, you know, which is a world that didn't have metahumans or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that the Barry Allen speed force is going to transfer to somebody new and that post credit scene you're going to see it happen and you're going to see Batman basically swoop in and say uh you know uh, hey kid we have to have a talk. And it's not going to be like a a Justice League but I think it's going to be like a substitute for having a Robin or having another one it's it's we're we're going to set up the next Flash movie to literally be Flash and Batman yeah i can see that i can see it's, that it's, it's a way to have michael keaton in it but not have to do all of the action himself mm-hmm. uh or have to have too much cgi if you have a a more friendly amenable flash character that isn't problematic and batman <laughs> and that's that's where my thoughts are with this i mean i know i've gone pretty deep into it but like It's a three-minute trailer. and There's a lot in there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be better than what people expect. I think it may be finally DC's answer to a Marvel movie. I think it's got the right cast, all things considered. I think it may have the right amount of heart, but it's hard to tell from a trailer. We'll wait and see. The next one we're probably going to talk about only because it was so short and there was a newer trailer released this week because I was able to find one transformers rise of the beasts uh we saw this was the porsche sponsored spot so this showed pete davidson as mirage uh which is different because in the in the g1 cartoon he transformed into a formula one race car but here he talks he looks pretty good i'm actually a big fan of the robot model um all right cool although in my opinion and there's a twitter account on Twitter, obviously, uh, that was following the Rise of the Beast trailer thing. And he's like, he doesn't act like Jazz, which was played by the guy who played Michael Winslow in Family Matters in the original Michael Bayverse movies. And Jazz was Scatman Crothers in the G1. Either way, history. Um, He does seem a little more like Jazz to me, but, you know, it's only because he's such a laid back character. I'm fine with this.
3: I actually think this might be okay. I'm, I don't. I don't like Optimus Prime having lips.
2: Yeah, the Bayverse movies have been weird when they give Prime lips. I mean, I I like how his face guard comes out when he's in combat mode, but it's but always they they, weird. they move
3: like organic human lips, like skin lips. Yeah, it's and, weird, and it would make more sense if they if you saw the hinges for a Him robot. You know what I mean?
2: Mouthpiece. Yeah, it it's weird. Like I've never been a huge fan of it. But we'll wait and see. I they, think Ron Perlman as primals, not bad casting. Michelle Yeoh as air razor. <laughs> the more I think about it, he
3: kind of looks like a gorilla.
2: <laughs> yeah, he really kind of does. Like, he looks like a shaved
3: white gorilla. I don't know who's cast as Wheeljack. Um, you, at you least know, you, know should, you know what? Somebody out there, please deep fake uh, uh, Ron Perlman's face on onto Brock Lesnar's body. And you basically <laughs> you basically have a human gorilla. <laughs> yeah, you, you basically have a real life Optimus
2: Primal. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this movie will be okay. I think the the big talk it's, from what I've not, heard
3: it's not gonna be as good as Bumblebee.
2: No, I, I I don't think so. But the big talk in the Transformers community that I've seen online is this might be the movie where Bumblebee dies. It looks like Scourge probably is going to kill him. Uh, One neat thing that I have noticed in the trailer, and you'd have to be a real big dork to notice this, Scourge's body, and he's the big red truck thing, his body is covered in Maximal symbols, Autobot, and Decepticon, and even Terracon logos. That's from everybody he's ever killed. That's a nice detail that a lot of people probably don't appreciate yet, but I thought
3: it looked really cool. Would you believe that it's been, it'll it'll have been like five and a half years since the last Transformers movie?
2: Yeah, like it's so weird that they let this one gestate and I'm honestly surprised they went with the Beast Wars storyline, but then again, at at the same time the series has never gotten unpopular. It's only It's it stayed pretty consistent for fandom and kingdom adapted it it on Netflix.
3: And for anybody that doesn't know, this is a standalone sequel to Bumblebee. Yeah, it's it's a soft prequel to the 2007 movie in that they're still not committed to making it a direct prequel.
2: Well, from what I've heard, it is a soft reboot we'll have to wait and see because i'm watching this with very close eyes yeah because like and-
3: first one first one takes place in the 80s or this or sorry bumblebee is the 80s um like or initially right yeah uh and then this is you know taking place i think five or six years later mm-hmm. um so it's taking place in like 94 95 yeah uh and then if they make another one will it be like 2000 if or or <laughs> and the crazy thing is this is a 200 million dollar budget like they gave it a lot more money than i was expecting
2: yeah like i know paramount wants a success with the transformers me because i know last night had disappointing returns we'll say well, you, bumblebee you know, you, was fantastic
3: you know who's playing scourge right
2: uh remind me again peter dinklage see that'll be really good and that's really good casting
3: he's got an interesting voice uh you know and I'm trying to think. I don't recognize anybody else. cristo Fernandez is Wheeljack. Pete uh Pete Davis is Mirage. Uh Fred, I think Liza Fred. Krushy. Oh, Michelle Ye- Michelle Yo is Air Razor.
2: Yep. Yep. Michelle yo's Air Razor. I don't know who's Wheeljack uh, and I don't uh, know who's
3: RC. Uh Michaela J. Rodriguez is nightbird. Yep, which is cool. Solobov, uh, Dave, sorry, David Sobolov is Rhinox and Battletrap.
2: And for those of you that don't know, David Sobolov was Depth Charge, I want to say, in the original Beast Wars,
3: which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Take, with Raw John right into your Twisted Spark. Take it. Take it. <laughs> I mean, God this is going to be. That still gives that's me chills for a kid's show. Uh, RC is Liza Koshi i don't uh, know who that, that is name. yeah um and then non-speaking transformers Bumblebee says is non-speaking in this
2: he'll get something at um, the end
3: and Cheater is in it who apparently won't be speaking either
2: which sucks now as much as i know they wouldn't bring back uh ian james corlett that, w- that would have been cool
3: um well, you, again you don't know
2: they might yeah i don't I mean, yeah i mean that'd it, be really not
3: non-speaking role could mean that they're that they're literally going to use old clips.
2: I mean, I would love if they gave David K, who is the original Beast Wars Megatron, just put him on a radio, just doing that yes. Like that that's all I want. And I'm very, very happy. Or give Gary Chuck, Optimus Primal, a line on like a television commercial saying, Well, that's just prime. Well, Deals that
3: in- give me some blue mankuma, man. Like give me give me some, you know. Uh, you know, Tigertron.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like there's so many little voice clips they could throw in that would make the fans so happy
3: with with her playing RC. Like it would still be nice if we had a cameo voice from Sue blue.
2: Yeah. That would be fantastic. Like there's so many things the transformers franchise can do to make the fans happy. I mean, one thing I know a lot of us are not particularly thrilled about is the new wheel jack design because bumblebee did it so right. And now we're getting this weird glasses thing. But then again, you look at Dark of the Moon and Q is essentially Wheeljack with the serial number scratched off. Um, I don't know. Then again, who knows? Maybe that's his new Earth alt mode. Who am I to argue? Either way, I'm impressed. I did not know.
3: David David Sobolov also was Robocop and Robocop Alpha Commando.
2: This is also true. Uh, Looking at (laughs) other Super Bowl trailers, the Indiana Jones trailer. Okay, didn't sure. Show,
3: didn't show much more except it had an awkward-sounding line from John Rhys Davies. Yeah, Go we'll get, get them him. Indiana Jones. But it doesn't sound. It sounded like, oh, he's winded. Yeah, <laughs> it that. sounded weird. And then like, uh,
2: remind me, you're still a
3: Nazi, right? It, it's <laughs> like he. It's like he forgot how to how to speak with the accent from thirty years ago, right?
2: Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, that movie, fine. There was a longer trailer released this past week or so. It looks okay. I'm going to see it. Um, I know my wife really wants to see it, although um, I, I don't know. I think the the Indiana Jones franchise should have maybe stayed gone after last crusade because it felt this, like such a nice this bookend.
3: Sh- this should be the last. It's, it's got to be all CG. The man's like 80. Like, yeah. And, and I'm not trying to be ageist. Like, there's a difference between him at 80 and Stallone taking testosterone replacement at 80 (laughs) plus he keeps
2: himself in prime shape too
3: yeah like he's in better shape at 75 or 77 or whatever than
0: most people are in their 40s lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
3: like, and he didn't, he did not keep up with his cardio. So he looked old in 2005 and Stallone is 77 or 75 or whatever. And he looks like he's barely 60. So some people can do it. Some people can't, it's becoming less and less believable. I would much rather see him return as Jack Ryan, as an old Jack Ryan and something. Yeah, see that'd be freaking awesome. I mean, it's like he doesn't have to do as much action. He could be the analyst, and and whatever. And when the action does happen, it's believable because he's an old retired analyst. I mean, honestly, if I had my pick for them to adapt
2: any John Clancy property that involved Jack Ryan, I would love to see them finally adapt Rainbow Six, like what like the book, which deals with a pandemic and experimenting on the homeless. And you could have be,
3: have have him be like the team leader analyst that puts together the team.
2: Yeah, it, he works together with another guy named John Clark and another person named Domingo Chavez. So you could have the young person be ding. You could have John Clark working with Jack Ryan to help form Rainbow and you
3: could make it happen. And it could and, be and there, there, there could still be an action scene or two. And he's just but he's for the most part the field commander. Yeah, like, or, yeah, or, basically or field or field ops yeah like he
2: like he doesn't have to be holding an mp5 the whole time just he plans strategic operations that's all it needs to be and the rainbow six movie's been in development hell since like the mid-2000s the last i heard so
3: there was the D &D trailer for 30 seconds that didn't seem to add anything yeah we Um, saw
2: a a couple of new shots of magic items being used like okay sure cool
3: same with the creed 3 one it was just a couple of different shots very very little added Uh, somebody
2: said that stallone confirmed in an interview that rocky's essentially dead i saw that pop up on Um, youtube that could have been a quote taken out of context
3: it's out of context because he's he's still having a feud with the guy that owns the rights to it even though he Stallone wrote it Mm -hmm. because he he didn't want they were gonna make a creed 3 with him and then the guy has been feuding the guy that owns it has been feuding with stallone for years stallone has been arguing in court that he he should own the rights to because he wrote it mm-hmm. and the guy has been stonewalling and then he went around stallone and worked with uh uh michael b jordan to make the movie at on the condition that stallone wasn't allowed to be in it mm-hmm. so he's saying rocky's dead until rocky's dead until that that guy that owns it dies basically now yeah uh, i mean and he's, like, and he's he's and he's like 90 something years old but he won't he won't work with stallone um so it sucks i don't have any interest in seeing the movie i've liked the
2: creed movies the first one i wasn't really sold on but the second one i really liked oh, where,
3: where they brought Dolph back
2: yeah i was like you know what maybe there is some legs in this franchise after all i don't know i really like michael b jordan as an actor and as a director I think you know a what little... man
3: I think he's a little overrated. He plays roughly the same character in everything now, Mm -hmm. but he's still charismatic.
2: Yeah, like he carries that personal charisma on screen everywhere Um, he goes.
3: Yeah, there was a Fast the Furious one where they added one little scene for Fast Mm -hmm. 10. But again, if you saw the the regular trailer, you saw basically that. And then we got the Guardians trailer. That's the last major trailer.
2: Yeah, and that Um, one, this looks pretty cool. I I, I like the fact that Adam Warlock is finally getting some play in in the mcu yeah, it's about the, time
3: the, the makeup seems a little in my mind a little off for nebula and gamora mm-hmm. i don't know why it's, it's it's i know they do different things for each movie but the makeup looks a little different and but like that's fine uh it looks like it has the humor it looks like drax is getting killed in it yeah um, the way they're setting it up it's it sounds like they're setting it up for drax to get killed maybe peter quill to get killed i think that may be what i'm getting at too i think drax and peter are gonna go and then the rest might show up in other things or they're splitting up or something mm-hmm. um, it's 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 very much hinting towards that but again they could be swerving us um which it's it, gun
2: so we never know
3: yeah so it's par for the course that can happen uh i think it looks good uh it's gonna be a, a swan song for his work with marvel for the next i don't know 10 20 years yep (laughs) like unless something dramatically bad happens and and he gets really fired super fired for good from dc but it's looking like at least 10 years he won't be back there so that's interesting um yeah there wasn't really any other major oh wait there was the mario trailer which was
2: really clever
3: yeah they made that mario movie trailer where it was they used the theme song from the 90s cartoon
2: did you call the phone number
3: no i did Um, i I don't don't have long distance the states
2: okay so i called the phone number and it's charlie day as luigi giving you a plumbing commercial he's like hey it's mario brothers plumbing hey if your sink's clogged and i really hope it's not you should probably call us for your apartment condo house mansion and he just kind of rambles on for like two minutes or so it's actually really really clever is, is it a to- is it a toll-free number no it it is a number that costs but for the two minutes you do it it is pretty
3: entertaining um now, i'm
2: gonna try and capture audio for this later now
3: i do have unlimited texting unless it's one of those paychecks because it says you can text them at that number somebody must have the audio online because texting them apparently they'll send you advertising texts back or something
2: I don't know if that works cross border. I would think it might,
3: it but might, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't want to do it and then find out I got to pay like a dollar for every text I get back.
2: Yeah. Like that's why it's, it's a little bit, yeah. but yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm very surprised. I'm very glad because you and I were talking when we were hanging out, we were wondering, is there going to be a Mario trailer during the Super Bowl? Cause we're yeah, thinking and, and, so many and literally
3: on. on the way home from your place, uh, it, it the ad Ken, broke. Ken, Ken messaged us and says, check this out. The ad, the ad broke early and it, it hadn't actually posted to YouTube or anything yet. It was just, it had hit Twitter and Reddit.
2: Yeah. So, like the Universal team and Illumination, they've got somebody in their marketing department who knows what they're doing. And I'm so grateful for you. Oh, yeah. the only one of the other trailers, there were two trailers that were just for stuff that I thought were pretty cool. The Breaking Bad popcorn okay. show is
3: fantastic. Yeah. I, I'll break into this. I, I, I did collect for our own edification. I got all of the tra- all of the commercials, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll skim over them here quickly. I know you didn't see all of them, but I can I can name a couple, and uh, I'll explain to you what happened in them in case you missed them. Mm-hmm. And for anybody searching them out, there's the, they're going to be there'll be
2: compilations.
3: Yeah. So, uh, this is in no particular order. There was the uh GM electric vehicle commercial with will ferrell and it's all like movie spoof stuff so Mm -hmm. it's like like the walking dead where he gets bit uh it's it's for uh i think it's for netflix it's like netflix and oh yeah netflix is going to be using gm electric vehicles in all of their shows it's like that tells you something about about the password sharing issue they've got if they're having to take sponsorships from gm for all of their shows now (laughs) they never they never did that before but it was kind of a clever commercial where he gets bit by a zombie uh and he inserts himself into different tv shows that they've created so it's like him inside uh uh the upside down from stranger things and that it was kind of clever it was it was actually pretty well done uh i did you see the bud light commercial uh
2: i didn't see bud light i saw the bush light one where they had Sarah McLaughlin
3: randomly show up? I'll, I'll I'll get to that, but the Bud Light commercial is uh, uh, Miles Teller and I don't know who the whatever model or actress it is with him dancing to the the Cisco Networks uh, hold music. <laughs> okay. And and drinking beer. I was like, that's just odd. Uh, but yes, the popcorners commercial is the one you were talking about. That's, That's really the bra- well done. The breaking back and they got Tuco back and he's like, no, you make seven flares. <laughs> 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 and they like that was that was a really clever commercial. Uh, only thing it was missing uh was I guess maybe because they try not to have swearing how great would it have been if they're like how do they make all the different flavors if he just yelled science bitch (laughs) (laughs) that would have been great but they didn't but it was still it was very well done um t-mobile made a commercial with bradley cooper and his mom and that was really funny i was trying to see how much of it was scripted and how much of it was genuine he was a little overreacting initially with her and she was she was pretty much being herself you could tell um, at, at f- you, could, they filmed some of the parts out of order. And at rewatching it, I'm like, you can see he's a little over the top. Ayla, be nice.
2: Ayla, stop <laughs> being a stupid cat. Get here.
3: I can hear her the back. <laughs> Um, she's she's our guest star in like a whole bunch of episodes this past few weeks. It's great. <laughs> um, but you could see by the end he was being genuinely like frustrated and also amused with his mom. Oh so yeah. That was, that, that was good. And I was worried it was going to be really fake when it started and it, it turned out pretty genuine. Mm-hmm. Um because there's some parts where you can see he's over overreacting initially and then he's like the parts where he's sitting down at the table with her and he's trying to get her to read the teleprompter properly he's legitimately laughing for real because he's like mom this shoot's gonna take for fucking ever please just read the teleprompter i am reading the teleprompter he's like oh my god it's and i'm like that's real fights that we all have with our parents so that was a good one um the there was an m&m's one with my rudolph that i didn't find that great um it was like man
2: the avocado one was pretty funny i
3: thought um, uh, did, you, did you see the one with, with Ben Stiller? I did. That one was funnier than the Steve Martin where, one, I thought. Where, yeah, where he moved, he puts himself into like a bunch of different movies, like The Revenant, and, and then a little clip of him uh, doing his whole Zoolander stuff.
2: Yeah, it's like, or am I acting?
3: Yeah, and I the, can't
2: do the Zoolander thing. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> um, I was honestly pleasantly surprised. Like Those ads for the, the soft the, drink companies can be really good
3: the adam driver one was odd
2: yeah i was like i literally looked at blair i'm like the fuck is going on it's the singularity what the hell kylo ren um
3: yeah this is like, done there's, with it there's, there's a couple where it was like the weird ass grease singing one with 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 john travolta
2: yeah and then there was one it's not It wasn't aired during the Super Bowl, but it came out in the last couple days. Did you see the Dick Tracy one? No. Okay. Warren Beatty. Beaker, can you not break into the cookies, please? i don't know what to say he's literally batting at the cookies trying to open them and they're across the river i can't get them why are you an asshole
3: did you see the one with kiss and joan Jett? that was funny who was the black guitarist guy uh, i'm getting back to Ozzy's. there we got billy idol yeah um let me see here
2: Billy Idol, Joan Jett, I actually Ozzy. Don't know who the, I actually don't know who the black guy was. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, who is this guy? And the this guy, that was Paul Stanley, right?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't get Gene, but I guess maybe Gene asked too much money.
2: Probably. <laughs> Plus, yeah, actually, yeah, Gene would have been more iconic with that long tongue, but he also doesn't... But he's not in the, the same rock star shape he was, like, 40 he, years ago. He
3: was He was also not the big singer for the group, right? He, yeah. He was he he was the sing yeller uh but yeah like the the steve martin one isn't as good as uh obviously as the ben stiller one uh but i'm trying to see i'm just fast forwarding through my compilation did you see the the ben affleck working at dunkin donuts one yes and he's <laughs> and j-lo shows up and like, is this where you're going when you're saying you're going to work all day <laughs> like and you know a, a real a jab at the fact that he hasn't had a starring role in since what batman
2: let's so, say yeah. Since like justice league so, <laughs> so it's so been, been a while boy. So like four
3: or five years is this where you've been going and he's just like uh <laughs> he working at duncan <laughs> uh that was actually pretty good uh yeah
2: like this year i think had much better commercials than previous years
3: yes the last it's better than the last because it's the first year in three years they've been able to do commercials with large crowds Mm-hmm. And, oh and not, have, and not have, did you like the triangle commercial
2: that one i didn't see
3: oh it, uh, one musician guy is like but the next new sound is not cowbells or anything it's triangle and <laughs> and it was uh it, it, it was it, it was just kind of pretty well done i'm trying to think if there are any other ones in here uh one that was released actually three or four days ago the paramount plus one Uh, yeah
2: with stallone that was pretty good i like that
3: mount stallone where stallone is climbing mount stallone and it's got people from star trek and dora the explorer and uh beavis and butthead uh, beavis and butthead and officer dangle from reno Nine One One, and uh it's just it's your classic crossover let's promote our, our channel commercial but it was it was funny and and clever enough
2: i will say because of the money they've poured into it, and they already greenlit season two. Not gonna lie, very surprised. I didn't see Mass Master
3: friggin' Chief there. I was, yeah. Actually, what was more surprising is they had nothing from Yellowstone. Yeah, in, and that's Yellowstone and all of its prequels and sequels, because Harrison Ford is the star of the current show on there in 1923. Um, and I'm like, they didn't put Harrison Ford in there. uh uh, like because like yes he's he's obviously doing indiana jones and all that but like he's currently on a show that's like one of the number one shows on streaming right now and he wasn't on that commercial so maybe you know i I guess it's a limited series it's supposed to be a one season and done. so obviously disney's gonna pay him more to promote the multi hundred million dollar movie yeah uh but then there was a there was a p diddy commercial that one i heard
2: because i was looking down at my phone He's he's looking
3: different, but then I realize I probably haven't seen P Diddy in ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's P Diddy, and they're trying to get him to produce new songs or new sounds or whatever. Oh right, and it's all the weird
2: one-hit wonders like yes. that. I saw the last couple seconds of yes. Like, now I know. Like, what you're talking like about.
3: like, yeah. and it's all and it's the idea is they're trying to make a jingle for another product,
2: mm-hmm. and all he's
3: do all he's doing is getting one-hit wonders to remix their old songs with new lyrics.
2: Yeah. What does the fox say? Please stop that. That killed
3: yeah. me. Please stop that. And he has a uh, what's your name, Kalis or whatever, doing the the milkshakes. milkshakes. <laughs> and then his his magnum opus at the end is getting Hadaway to do what is love. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I never thought I'd see P. Diddy and, and Hadaway doing a, a commercial together. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was good. Try to think. uh A halftime show we should talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll hit that. Uh, there were a couple other. Oh the alicia silverstone clueless commercial that i missed okay uh it was what the hell was she even advertising uh i actually don't remember was it was a phone commercial or something but it's it, she's dressed in her clueless stuff and then the comment at the very end because she's got to be like 50 now and the comment at the end was she's sitting in a high school class and somebody goes aren't you a little old to be in high school and she's just gives like a stare at the camera because <laughs> she, she looks pretty darn good though um and then i think that was it. oh, and then google pixel had like a removing people from the background commercial uh of your, your photos and they use that to have certain celebrities like you know make fun of the fact that some of their pictures are embarrassing mm-hmm. or or have their exes in them and stuff so that, that was good again yeah overall better commercials halftime show I liked the music. I did not like the presentation. See,
2: I'm the opposite. Um, I will say, uh, and uh, because I I watched it last night half-heartedly, then I watched it this morning. This year, musically, I liked it a little bit more, because I just liked the music a touch more. This year was less technical, less spectacle, but the dancing was amazing um oh,
3: the dancing was amazing but they had to be so careful they had to do it so slowly when they were suspended in the yeah
2: air. i was actually talking about that with blair just before she went off to work and when i noticed rihanna was on her platform and singing and dancing i got the thinking okay first off that is definitely computerized and i got the thinking she must have a safe area on that platform mapped out where the people the riggers have probably said you can go this far, no farther. Beyond that, you're
3: she on your own. She was tethered. She wasn't able to move beyond a certain distance. Okay, I didn't see um, the, the the tether. I, I paused it. Uh, you know how she was... Okay, so obviously she's, uh, you know, she's not as paper-thin as she always was because she's just had a baby a few months back, right? Like and, less than and, a year ago. And now she's um, pregnant again. Exactly. So there's only so much you can do safely. And on top of that,
1: no purchase necessary void where
0: prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details uh
3: the, it, the suspension looks pretty good it looked like it wasn't going to sway but you got to worry about wind up there yeah and what i realized you know how her jacket looks so poofy Hmm. it wasn't poofy because it was like it had, it had like a parachute in there um like it had something in there to poof to puff up but also she was harnessed in uh, she had a full body harness that was hidden underneath the jacket. Oh. Huh. And, and the harness was not to, like, bungee cord her. It was to harness her into the centerpiece. There was, and you can see it clipped onto her, the centerpiece, like rock climbing gear, of, uh, of the platform she was on. So what would happen is if one of the, if she swung too far, she couldn't move. It was already at the tightest it could possibly be, so she couldn't move more than a couple steps left, right, front, or back. And if, let's say, one of the uh, cables had broken and started tilting to the side, she was clipped right in. But at the same time, that shit's really dangerous if you're pregnant. <laughs> so oh, God, yeah. I, like, here's, this is what bothered me about it, was it was more dangerous than the last several shows, or maybe even ever, yet the less, least visually appealing.
2: Like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I like the fact it wasn't gimmicky. In the regards that it wasn't like, hey, here's a rotating house where you walk upside down or whatever.
3: I like well what I like is the engineering and the thought process that goes into storyboarding and choreographing what they did last year. Yeah. Or 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 what the weekend did the year before when he paid for it all himself. Yeah. Like honestly,
2: Uh, I'd say for me, in terms of of halftime shows, musically I like this year the best. Last year I appreciate the technical performance. The weekend I don't
3: remember her her the weekends one was he had all the light shows and he had the the like fun house with all the the crazy optical effects yeah and and the mirrors and stuff um and it was it was like watching a magic show oh okay Uh, cool and and the one last year was the very elaborate uh house set with the suspension stuff like again very difficult to choreograph i'm more interested in seeing that because if i want to listen to their music i'll just listen to their fucking music like why (sighs) Like, why why should I? I I kind of
2: don't know. See, this made me want to go back through Rihanna's catalog. And I was actually, and I just had this thought right now. I hope they release a proper Super Bowl mix of what she performed. They did. Oh, okay. Is it on Spotify right now?
3: No, that's what I sent to you.
2: Oh, well, no, no, no. no. Like, I want a Spotify track that I can just play while I'm out and about. They don't
3: do that. Well, they won't. You know why? Because it's money. No, because her mic cut out twice during the show. Yeah, that I did notice. That I did notice. And, and the second it cut out, when her mic cut, they were smart. It had an auto switcher. It switched to a backing track she recorded earlier.
2: Yeah, because I, I know there was points she was like moving around and stuff, and her mic didn't seem like it was going. But, yeah, I mean, oh. o- honestly, though, like, I had this I, – I don't know whether I call it an argument or – I'll say difference of opinion with somebody – on facebook about this this morning as i most often do um someone's like this was a snore fest and i don't like the thing i'm like well well then who the hell would you book
3: oh i i didn't think it was a snore fest i like i really liked the music i liked her performing i thought it was a yes she was suspended i felt it was a very lazy presentation and i know yes it looked good with the dancers this was if you compare it to the last three or four years it was not the spectacle that you're used to expecting.
2: Yeah, that I can definitely agree on. It was less,
3: less spectacle, and, and you know why that is. If you go through the history, the last five, six years or more, mm-hmm. all sponsored by this, by uh, except for the the weekend was sponsored, but at the same time, he actually put up a, a half a million dollars himself to mm-hmm. expand beyond the budget of what they were given. Mm-hmm. That's why they had more more uh, fireworks and effects and stuff at his. Mm-hmm. But taking that out of account. Every one of those was sponsored by Pepsi and Pepsi and and a team that Pepsi put together for the Super Bowl. This is the first one done by Apple Music, so they were maybe less likely to make it flashy and you know what was more important? did you notice on this more important than her singing was having a beating, throbbing, growing, and shrinking Apple music logo on the bottom left of the screen that kept pulling away from the attention of watching her oh, that I never noticed. Um, oh it's very noticeable if you start once you see it once every time she would sing it would pop up and go bigger and smaller bigger and smaller <laughs> click on me click on me click on me pay for apple music
2: i don't know like i don't know like i say i really think this is one of the better
3: halftime shows i've seen anyway b- but it was one I, of the better I, musically her, mm-hmm. her mic and everything sounded better i really 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 tr- truly you can never convince me that this was a good presentation
2: yeah like i said i my thing is i like the dancers because i thought that was neat although like that one person i talked about on facebook i've got a sneaking suspicion why they don't like the last couple years of music Uh, is is, is
3: it it because the last three years were african-american and african canadian and african uh of descent or caribbean descent performers
2: that's kind of what i'm wondering but maybe i'm being wrong maybe i'm jumping to conclusions but i, but uh, I got to right think i'll
3: tell you right now you're probably not jumping to conclusions because i've seen that sentiment before as well
2: yeah and like and that's the thing like who do you book that sells that many records that has that many plays on spotify like i'm sorry you're not nickelback. You, okay nickel okay but
3: as much as i hate to say it nickelback I, and I think they did do Super Bowl one year. Maybe like um, in the mid-2000s? Pro- if Okay, I, I might be wrong, but if they did, it would have been around their third album probably. That,
2: that's what I'm thinking, like like um, early to mid-2000s.
3: But like outside of that, unless you're going to go with like... Country unless you're or gonna something. Go with, yeah, unless you're going to go big country or like, okay, okay, here's one. As much as I, I would not be interested, but who would get even more eyes on it? If they got Garth Brooks to do it.
2: Or like Billie Eilish or Lady Gaga or any of these other big... Hell, if they, they could they, get...
3: Lady, Lady Gaga was five years ago, I think.
2: i say, yeah. Or she just had a big song. Uh, help me out. Uh, Miley Cyrus. If you had her come out and do I her song she,
3: Flowers she, right now... I think she did do one year. I, I again, I'm not 100% on that, but I know Gaga did, I think, 2017 or 2016. Yeah. So, uh, like... But 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 again, I, I've i seen the pattern of, of what people were complaining about. I'm not complain. I have nothing to say about that. I, I have. I think it's cool. Even, I was going to say, it's like these people. So, somebody's ethnicity doesn't even come into my mind when yeah. it comes to this at all. It's their music. What, what does is whether or not it was a good performance. Last year was a poorer performance except for Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Was, was fantastic. And then people complained that she was too thick and fat. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, like, guys, seriously, um, who gives a shit? But like, but like outside of her. I will admit that was not the greatest audible performance mm-hmm, last year. Yeah, it was a visual spectacle. The weekend's one was really good. Uh, from twenty, what was it? Twenty twenty or yeah, twenty twenty one. That was actually quite good. Um, but like, I've seen some people rumbling, I and it's like my complaints are I didn't get the spectacle I would like to have seen. Yeah, but that's a, that's a personal preference. I would have liked to see a little more choreographed, like. I, I like the idea of the staging of an elaborate set. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just me. But that, that's a personal preference. You can't complain about the performance, the music, or the dancing here. Yeah, So so your only two complaints that if you see people complaining about it outside of maybe the three complaints are, like me, one, it's maybe not as visually appealing as you would have liked in the past. And that's the snore fest, maybe, if you were to translate that. Mm-hmm. Two, you didn't like that she looked pregnant. And that, that, that's a weird thing to say, but I've seen people saying that she looked fat. That's like, well, she just had a baby like nine months ago and she's pregnant again.
2: Yeah. Like, what do you want?
3: <laughs> yeah. She's, you're, you're lucky she's even performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or your third option is the racism card. And it's like, yeah. I've seen a lot of that bullshit.
2: Yeah. Like, and like, I actually asked people, I'm like, Well then, who would you book? Because let me tell you, you're not getting Metallica up there. You're not getting Aerosmith. These are guys in their sixties and seventies. It's not going to happen. Well,
3: well, Metallica would do it. It's just their new album coming out is a harder rock thing, and it was already used. They were playing their songs uh, in the field, and they Mm -hmm. were playing some of their songs in uh, the commercial for uh, the Daytona, which is next week, I think. Yeah, Uh, the the sponsored song for that for the entire. Uh, event is a new Metallica song, yeah. So it happens. It just depends on the market. But like, like you're not going to get Aerosmith anymore. Or they're going to pass out on stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're old. Uh, you
2: might get Foo Fighters, maybe. But now yeah, that but, the but, drummer's has gone,
3: but, but but are Foo Fighters going to get you the Apple is, Music is, money? Is it going to get the Apple money? You're, you're going to get somebody like Bad Bunny, who doesn't speak English, but yeah. like is is like popular in South America. But they're not going to get him because this is playing primarily for an American audience and Adele's music is not get you pumped for the game music.
2: But say so yeah, like and you're not going to get someone like s- somebody you and I both enjoy Ghost. They're popular yeah, not, to a certain extent. Yeah, it's just not, not, not going to happen.
3: Like like or if you do get hard, it's got to be very homogenized like very like, old classic stuff. Like I think it was it 2019 or 2020 was Maroon 5 and that is something where I would have changed the channel if that was Yeah, on the same style. here. Yeah. So like
2: maybe imagine dragons but that's again 2018 thinking
3: i i I would have what i liked about last year's was it was a compilation of 90s people yeah so if you're gonna do it it would have been interesting like you know maybe in the future not just have the one performer if you're gonna do like a just a stage show have two or three performers do a mashups of their songs from over the decades yeah like do have have a miley cyrus come out and sing with joan jett or somebody
4: yeah and, support and, that. and
3: and then you you pull in because he, he was there watching you pull in paul mccartney to do like a beatles song remixed with something from uh i don't know uh flock of seagulls or some weird shit you could do interesting things there and especially paul mccartney late-
2: and dave grohl you could do that and they yeah. probably would
3: yeah or or you you know what not necessarily playing a Foo Fighters song you have the Foo Fighters come out with the drummer gone you bring in Ringo Starr to play a Beatles song up there yeah that'd be freaking cool i totally support that he could totally you you can do these things it's just they're going with who like does I think Rihanna might be having a new album coming out soon that's usually how it is well this is the first
2: time according to Blair she's performed since
3: 2018 yeah that's huge that's why they did it obviously yeah uh, like it's not like she's an Arizona girl <laughs> yeah. And last last year was LA so they they wanted to do it with all the the 90s west coast rappers which yeah. is cool so wherever it happens this coming year like if they do it in the you know the midwest or in the south they'll probably do a country performer but like uh there there's there's plenty like actually you know who I think has a new album I'm not 100 sure if you want to get crossover appeal Mm -hmm. you could you could do a hard rock thing or you can even do like a rap or or r&b singer something bring up shania twain and have them do a duet shania twain and i don't know green day or something you could do it or even you you were talking like miley cyrus miley cyrus and shania twain that's something people haven't seen. yeah
2: yeah that'd be pretty cool i'd watch that so that's i
3: mean like so there's tons of options I I do enjoy watching the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit about the sport.
2: I watched maybe like a quarter, and I was cheering for Philly because that's where a lot of my friends in radio are, which uh, it was cool. Maybe I'll follow it next year. We'll Uh, see.
3: I was going to say, say, segueing away, uh, this coming Sunday, I think, is the first day of the brand new third relaunch of XFL
2: oh god yeah oh uh, god yeah
3: i know well here's the thing there was a commercial near the end of the super bowl advertising the afl or usfl that's the i guess it's the farm league or the old people league i don't know what that is exactly it's it's the semi-pro league right and you know what the commercial consisted of saying this ain't no hollywood football this is real football real football returns in eight weeks after the super bowl hmm over the next eight weeks is the XFL's launch, so they were they did an entire attack campaign against the XFL in the Super Bowl. Like that tells me you're actually kind of scared of ratings, yeah, of, of potential ratings. But anyway, I looked into it. Remember how we were gonna our team was gonna be the New York team? Well, they moved to Orlando. Uh, during the pandemic they reshifted things around so our home team is dc it's the closest city uh i'm actually gonna watch on sunday uh next uh, next sunday's game because i'm like you know what it's it's michael i think it's like an eight or ten game season you know what that is small enough for us to actually follow so i think i'm gonna watch it and whether or not like the, the two teams that you and i would have to choose from as far as like closest in geography teams, that would make sense for us to root for Mm -hmm. Uh, are DC, which is about 500 miles. Yeah. And then the next one is like seven or 800 miles. And that would be St. Louis, Missouri, but that like DC is the, really the closest. And and, and I'm like, you know what? Let's what, let's make DC our team. And let's see, because because it's a relaunch and they've retooled the rules, blah, 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 blah. They'll actually have to teach us over the, the commentary, what the rules are. So we can actually understand what the game's gonna be. So I'll give it a watch. I'll watch the first game. Uh apparently it's gonna be on like ESPN plus in Canada, but a lot of the games are on ABC. So if you just get bunny ears or your cable package you can watch it. Uh so I've I'll watch got it
2: Sportsnet on my Xbox. Maybe I can see it on there. I don't know. No, ESPN Canada. ESPN, ESPN. plus Oh, yeah. okay. Well, which, which
3: which which means we're just going to be watching whatever streams pop up online, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then AB and then you have cable, so you can just watch the games on ABC, no problem. Anyway, All um, right. but yeah, but yeah, like they're I think it's like eight eight weeks worth of games, and then they have their semifinals, which are two games, and then their version of the Super Bowl. So it's like twelve weeks total for the whole the whole season, and you don't have to watch like a million games in a, in a season. It's not like hockey or baseball or whatever. It's literally one game a week for for your team. Yeah, so like, I mean, so I'm like, I'm like, you know what, you know what, I'll give I'll give that a watch. It's gonna be all Hollywood, you know, the rocks thing. And I'm like, you know what, I'll give it a watch. It's hard for me to get into Canadian football because I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whenever a new sport pops up or a new version of a sport, I'm willing to give it a try. If Maybe you. If you can get in at the ground level, it's a lot more accessible. Yeah. So So that's part of the appeal. I'll I'll give you a heads up when when our team plays, in quotes. (laughs) We can do that. I think it's Sunday the 18th at like 8 p.m. And it's like, okay...
2: Yeah, so we will uh, hopefully give you some kind of an update when we record next time's show. Uh, So we're going to take another brief intermission here on ThisWeekinGeek.net. And what you're going to hear next is one of my reviews I've received from Hasbro recently. Are we going to look at a Transformer or something else? Maybe something else this week, as we just saw the D&D trailer. So we'll be back, guys, right after this, only on ThisWeekinGeek.net. I've been Mike the Birdman. He's been Alex the producer. We'll be back right after this. Hey,
4: look! The Dungeons & Dragons ride! Wow! Neat!
1: Give me a break!
4: I don't like this! Whoa! What's happening? Whoa!
2: Where are we? Look out! Fear not, Ranger! Hey guys, this is Mike the Birdman here. I'm here to talk to you about something that our friends over at Hasbro sent over, and this one is going to be a little bit different. This is going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons, though not the books right now. We're going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons cartoon classics this is a series of action figures based upon the 1980s classic cartoon series and the figure i'm going to be looking at is i think it's the ranger hank and he's the guy who had the bow that shot the uh, magical arrows cool stuff so there have been D&D action figures in the past some more successful than others some highly stylized some kind of 1980s cheese this is more in line with like marvel legends or power rangers lightning collection or the ghostbuster select series stuff like that so cartoon classics the hank figure looks well just like he did in the 1980s cartoon the detail on this is actually pretty incredible he only comes with one accessory but he does come with something else uh all the figures in the line come with their own dice and this is I think Hank is the D8, if I'm not mistaken, and you can collect uh, all the rest of the Ds in the set. Like there's Diana and there's Bobby, there's Avenger and there's a Dungeon Master one. And they also have other D&D action figures, but I'm getting ahead of myself. And you can collect all the dice. So if you want to have an exclusive D&D set that presumably you can't get anywhere else, well, this is certainly one way to get people in because, hey, we're all dice goblins in some way, shape, and or form. We're all mimics, you might say. So the figure itself, it's a really good likeness of Hank from the cartoon. And I do find as Hasbro's engineering goes on, like if you look at how the Marvel Legends series has evolved and uh, G.I. Joe classified, their facial sculpts have gotten better. And because this is more based upon a cartoon character, it looks really 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 sharp uh my only complaint about hank is using some of his articulation in his arms it's a little difficult to get him into the poses that i want holding the bow so it looks like he's drawing the bowstring back i just can't get it to sit in his hand properly maybe that's just my figure maybe i'm just not getting the right kind of poses right but i have seen other reviewers have difficulty with some of their joints snapping even with mine I did find the figure extremely stiff so if you're going to be when you remove the figure from packaging I might recommend you run the joints under a little bit of warm water not scalding hot because you will warp the plastic but enough warm just to get the kind of joints moving and it should work fairly fine uh, after that um one thing that I did kind of do, and I'll be talking about this in a upcoming review. I decided to pair this with the D and D gelatinous cube honor among thieves thing. And well, poor Hank has been eaten by a gelatinous cube, which is kind of funny and probably would have happened in the cartoon. Had this series continued on longer. Um, I mean, ultimately can I recommend the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon classics, Hank in Canada? It's a little bit of an ask, but then again, Prices for figures have been going up pretty much across the board. What do you expect in the United States? These things retail for about $24.99 in Canada. I want to say they're about 35 bucks. I've only seen them at Toys R Us uh, so far, though I'm pretty sure you could find them at like other third-party retailers, like say GameStop, but I haven't seen them in Walmart. So do I recommend this series of figures? Well, if you're an older millennial like myself, like I'm an 81 baby, then probably you've seen the D&D cartoon and reruns, or maybe you picked up uh, the DVD set when it came out like a million years ago from, I think it was like Mill Creek or somebody. So yeah, sure, it is pretty cool. This is a DD and d movie year with Honor Among Thieves coming out in literally just a few weeks. This is a nice bit of 80s nostalgia to hold you over. Plus, not gonna lie, getting an exclusive dice set, that is pretty cool. It would be probably the most expensive dice set outside of Artisan Dice, Um, which will run you a lot of money because you only get one dice per figure, but it is still pretty cool. I am hoping to look at other figures in the line like Bobby, Diana, Venger, and Dungeon Master. So hopefully I'll get a chance to talk about those guys a little bit later on. So what I'm going to say for this, for the casual fan you maybe want to pass this one up if you're a DD person who needs to have everything from mimics to liches to ancient black dragons yeah sure why not uh but if you did like the classic cartoon series and you want something a little bit cooler than your figures from the 1980s that didn't really do a whole hell of a lot didn't look really cool then dungeons and dragons dungeons and dragons classic figures are probably worth your time to roll a d20 and hopefully you're rolling with inspiration
0: i don't know this
3: is gonna be dangerous we better keep our eyes open yeah dungeon
1: master i am sorry that your quest for a way home met with failure perhaps you will have better luck in the future Go oh, crazy. Don't mind if I do.
0: Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria.
2: Welcome back to this week in geek.net. I'm your host, Mike, the Birdman. He's Alex, producer. Well, let's talk about the strange and unusual things that have happened around the planet Earth this past week. And we're going to start things off from K-I-R-O oh, seven. Seven. Com. And this story is called Lawyer Dies as He is Shot by Gun That Was Triggered by an MRI Scanner. A lawyer in Brazil died weeks after a gun he carried into a room with an MRI machine discharged when the device was turned on, according to the news outlet Fola de Salapalo. Leandro Mathis de Novas uh, had accompanied his mother to get an MRI scan in Sao Paulo, Brazil on January 16th and took a handgun into the room, carrying it in his waistband. According to officials, both the attorney and his mother were told to remove any metal object they had before entering the room because of the machine's powerful magnetic field. Officials at the facility said they did not know that de Novas had taken a gun into the room. When the machine turned on, the magnetic force pulled Novas's gun from his waistband and it discharged the bullet striking him in the abdomen. No de novas was an advocate of gun ownership and encouraged people on tiktok and instagram to purchase and collect weapons de novas was taken to a hospital after he was shot where he died of his injuries last week
3: if if this isn't the darwin award for the year
2: yeah like seriously you're
3: fucking magnets there's nothing okay depending on the country and your beliefs is there's nothing wrong with ownership depending on your belief system right yeah sure but there are rules you need to follow and like the if rules you of say physics and science my my my, my freedoms about your freedom does not let you take a weapon into a room with a highly magnetized object where the whole point of them telling you not to bring the weapon in is because it will discharge and kill you
2: yeah but say yeah it's like your safety I mean even like i'm just thinking here okay so the weapon discharged there's even if the safety was on Maybe there's no guarantee that that could have happened. Maybe it was just going to happen anyway. I mean,
3: well, the magnets are so strong that if you, you know, I like if you have a metal plate plate in your head, you're not allowed to get MRIs.
2: Yeah, I didn't think so. It
3: will rip out of your skull. People that have certain types of fillings that are are, you know, from countries where they don't use necessarily the same materials we use, mm-hmm. you're not able to get MRIs, or it'll rip your fillings out of your mouth.
2: Yep. When I got an MRI when I had my gallbladder surgery a couple of years ago, they were very specific in asking me, they're like, Mike, are you sure you don't have any metal in your body? I'm like, as far as I know. And they're like, we're going to double check everything because this will suck. If it doesn't, it it,
3: it can rip fillings out and dislodge them into the top of your mouth and into your brain.
2: Yeah. Basically you will
3: die. Um, People have had things like, um, uh, ball joints for replaced hips that were, uh, you know, early designs that were stainless steel and they didn't know and they've been ripped out of their sockets. It's, 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 it happens. Like it's one of the strongest magnets known to men electromagnets. Like, it's like you're basically put into a container that has a car crusher magnet thing on top of it.
2: Yeah. Like, it's one of those things like MRI things. You don't fuck around with strong magnetic fields. You just, don't um yeah and just now what really surprises me about this and maybe i don't know how this guy was carrying his weapon first off carrying a gun in your waistband is not the safest way to transport a firearm um if you're a gun advocate and okay let's say you are why are you're not using a proper holster why you're not using a shoulder holster this might have prevented this not or likely, you, but Or possible. if you were,
3: why did you th- think it was okay to wear it when you went in for a check? Yeah. That, like, okay. Here's here's another thing. You know, maybe <laughs> when you get an MRI, or you or I were to get one, mm-hmm. don't you normally have to take all of your clothes off and put yep. on a gown? Yep.
2: uh When I got where, my where, MRI, where,
3: where, where, what pocket was he hiding it in? Was he hiding it in his bum? Because like, where else are you going to put it? Oh unless they allowed him to wear all his clothes in there which is a big big no-no one of the reasons why you have to strip down and to the the gowns are in case you have a belt buckle on and you don't think about it.
2: Well yeah I, I mean I mean he's accompanying his mother to do this thing. Why was he in the room? I mean maybe to assure her maybe but no man like you stand in the room with the MRI technician, you trust the doctors and the nurses to do the job they're paid to do. Like, this is irresponsible gun ownership. This is irresponsible. It's, Why are you bringing this into a hospital?
3: This this was also irresponsible of the hospital allowing him to wear his clothes.
2: Yeah. because Well, no. Because, well, if he's in the room with the tech that I get, you can wear your clothes in there. Why he was allowed with all of his clothes on. In the room when the MRI machine was going off, I have serious questions about that. That's, but when I that's, had my—that's my that's MRI... what I'm saying.
3: Like yeah. if he if, if he went in there and he's like, I'm going to use this machine. I'm not putting on your gown. Mm-hmm. Then they should have said you're not allowed in here. Yeah, because when and and if he if they or if the the machine was turned on by accident or was turned on while he was disrobing and it happened mm-hmm. at the same time, he should have disrobed before he was in that testing room. Well,
2: no, I think it was for his mom. If I'm reading the story oh, right, oh,
3: it was for his mom that yeah. he should, he still should not have been allowed in the room without a gown.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like when I was in the room, I'm thinking really hard. There was
3: metal in the room, but it was like across the room. Well, and there, there's there's a, a like the I don't know about... Okay, the one I've seen here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I went I, to the
2: Jarovinsky in Hamilton for mine.
3: Okay, yeah, because they have different size machines, but like a yes. regular size machine. They usually have tape or a painting on the ground that is literally this is the field don't stand within this if you have metal. Yes,
2: yes, I do remember seeing tape on the floor. And I and remember it's, the it's room being there. very big too.
3: It's not it's not there by accident. That tape is literally don't stand beyond this if you have like even like a pen, a pen in your pocket or something
2: yeah like it's pretty serious and like i get if he was there to maybe say hey ma i'm in the room you're gonna be fine because all like is alex i'm gonna presume you've never had an mri
3: i have not had one the closest it- thing i've had done was um i've had uh ekg stuff hooked up to me and i i was in a I had a special sound test done when they thought I had hearing loss as a kid, but not not in one of those machines.
2: I've been in the MRI machine twice in my life, once for my leg in 2017 and then twice for my gallbladder in 2021. All three times sucked, um, but it's not an experience you forget. Um, Depending if they put you in uh, when they put you in head first and you hear that giant clicking that's a sound you will never forget
1: um <laughs> yeah
2: and yeah just this is just dumb honestly i see this on multiple failures the hospital this, should have said look sir yeah. you're not allowed past this room it's a safety protocol i know your mother's scared she can hear you over the loudspeaker or if you're going to be in the room, you have to follow every safety protocol. It's there for your protection.
3: When parents go in with kids or, or when somebody goes in that has a uh, panic disorder, mm-hmm. you're allowed sometimes to go in and hold their hand, which might have been the case that this was happening. But they'll make you dress down in a gown just like them. Mm-hmm. So th- yeah. this was this was a protocol failing on the hospital, too.
2: Yeah, like totally. Like this was a completely preventable death and it shouldn't have happened. So I am, that's just you did dumb and you paid the price. So moving on to our next story, uh, a little less grim, we'll say this one comes courtesy of the EdmontonJournal.com, a local paper. Man lo- eats lo-
3: local, local to a couple thousand miles away. <laughs> Was it was
2: it you or somebody else that was telling me, oh, let's drive to Edmonton for the weekend because people don't get how big Canada is. Was that you oh, or no, somebody no, else? That,
3: that okay, okay. My opa's cousin That's from it. was visiting from Germany. Karin uh, car, uh, and, and Munfreit. Munfreit ca- comes wants to drive in a big American car because you know they never done that. So we had, uh, I think, an eighties Monte Carlo. You know, pretty mm-hmm. darn big car. And we get in the car. We drive on the 401. He's like, because oh, the Autobahn is great because it was so fast for them. But just he liked the openness of like at that time, it was already like five lanes wide each side. And we drove like we did a, a, a two hour drive. We drove from Toronto when it was not busy because remember, this is less congested in 1994 <laughs> than now. And we drove uh, or 94, 95. We drove to, to we drove to was it 93 It showed up it was 93 so we were living in barry so we drove to barry and uh, and drove back and then he's like this was amazing this is great uh it was like this was like nine or ten in the morning and he's like hey do you think we could drive i, I want to see the west edmonton mall because he had heard about it and and i was like as, and my dad and my open in the car they just start laughing and he's like it's like you got two and a half days
4: <laughs>
3: and the and the guy was like what uh, manfred goes what, what do you mean it's like it and then he thought we were joking and they're like they're like no like that's like driving from germany into moscow <laughs> or farther <laughs> like it's like he's like you could try he's it's just like you don't get like he's like he's looked at a map just briefly and he's like it's not that far and he's like they're like that's like a 19 hour drive <laughs> 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 going at like, a, going at like 80 miles per hour. Right. That's like, a,
2: yeah, that's a long drive. I've done that drive. It is long.
3: And it's like, so we're going to get there, say hi, drive back. And then your flights back to Germany. <laughs> and and this was not when we had as many passenger flights that were like inter-Canada, like cheap. Cause like you could fly there in about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going at full jet speed or actually no uh
2: well it'd be closer to three or four hours but yeah
3: i was gonna say kitchener to calgary is about two hours if it's a direct flight so it would have been it would have been somewhere if it's a direct flight it would have been a couple hours but but still it's like you want he's like he was dead serious like can we drive there like serious and we're like and my dad is like laughing almost crashing the car he's just like no and, and it's not the first time people from europe especially don't understand how big the distances are here
2: yeah yes Canada's a very yeah, like, big country
3: like like if you want to go down to Niagara Falls like we told them so they we ended up telling them where to go and, and then they ended up driving to Niagara Falls because you know that was only a two and a half hour drive from Toronto depending on the traffic so it's like that and and even then he was like after he got back his realization was he's like that's like driving across all of Germany <laughs> like you can drive a you can drive across all of Germany from like the t- tippy top to the bottom, in the distance it takes you from like less distance than it is from like Ottawa to Windsor,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and it's like that's their whole country, and it's like this is one of our provinces. Say <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, and like so like that that appreciation you really don't get unless you live in the, like it's like for us, we drive like it's regular for us to drive two or three hours to go anywhere we, we want to go that's outside of our little hub of area, mm-hmm. and. If you have friends and family in like England or Europe and that, like when they drive for an hour, they consider that a long trip driving for an hour, like yeah. legitimately. And and they will do things like they will plan a overnight stay if they have to drive more than an hour each way. And that's not me exaggerating. That's a legitimate thing. But we're anywhere in North America and even and I'll even argue places like Mexico and, and Central and South America same thing we're so used to everything being so far apart that like it's not a big deal for us to drive six hours to hang I'd out say for...
2: Mex- i would think mexico is pretty spread out
3: it is too yeah yeah but like like for us like it's not a big deal for us to go like if you live in toronto being like hey i'm gonna go to buffalo for a shopping trip it's gonna take me three to four hours to drive there we're gonna go there for an hour and drive back and it's nothing And it's like, and and we'll drive down there and we'll say hi to our friends and have lunch and drive home. Like it's not unheard of. In fact, it's very common for people to drive a total of eight hours in a day for a day trip here.
2: But say, yeah, I mean, when like I was growing up, uh, when me and my friends used to go from Owen sound, we would drive down to Brampton. That's an hour and a half, two hours. We want to go down the Mississauga to Toronto area. That's two and a half. I mean, that's like, that's, that's a trip like, for us. Even like go to go to Barrie is like an hour and a
3: half. As I said, like In general, I think the rule of thumb in Ontario and even in, in Saskatchewan, like most of our provinces, and it's probably the same for most of the states as well. If your, if your total round trip of driving is less than eight hours in one day, you don't usually stay overnight. Whereas in most other parts of the world, it, like anything over two hours, two, three hours of driving in a day is considered too much. And then you'll, you'll plan for a hotel stay or to stay with family. And like, we hear that and we're just laughing. We're like, why? Like, it takes me an hour to go across town. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but anyway, that's that's side tangent, (laughs) side tangent, but, but again, very valid because again, we've got listeners over in Europe and like. There's all the the stereotypes about everything being far apart in Canada. Like that is legit. Like we're not far apart from each other because most of us all live within a certain area, right? Like we all live along the border. But what they don't realize is the distance between metropolitan areas is generally, unless the cities are mostly connected. Like our cities are almost connected. They're only about a twenty-minute drive between you know populated areas. Mm-hmm. But most most like metropolis areas like Toronto Ottawa is at least an hour to three hours between each location of driving at the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Whereas that is just not a thing in Europe. You're you're never more than about 15 minutes away from a major population center.
2: Yeah. So this story comes from the EdmontonJournal.com. Man eats chili pepper at Edmonton City Council meeting to prove climate change is, quote, not a huge issue. The pepper's heating up a little bit, but it's not a big issue. A man went to fiery lengths to prove his point at an Edmonton City Council meeting Monday morning after he ate a chili pepper to show local lawmakers that climate change is not a big issue. In a speech mostly in support of Alberta's soil and gas industry, the man takes aim at City Council's support of climate-friendly policies. In November, Edmonton Mayor Ajamit Saul, his chief of staff and a top bureaucrat flew to Egypt to attend the United Nations Climate Change Conference conference or COP 27 in a trip that cost the taxpayers nearly 22,000 quote. I kind of wanted to demonstrate that climate change is not a huge issue because I, I brought a chili pepper and I was going to eat it and show that even though something heats up a little bit, it's not the end of the world. The man said, uh, at the public hearing where speakers get up to five minutes to raise concerns on city issues, according to Ward, uh, hapist you counselor michael Jones, uh the presenter's name showed up over the video conference as arun tinsley or aren't i silly um as the man argues his points further his voice begins to tremble and shake as the chili pepper seemingly engulfs his mouth but the man seeming relatively unfazed the peppers heating up a little bit. That's not a big issue, he says. I want to demonstrate that because a lot of people say if Canada was to heat up, it would be the end of the world. But South America is way warmer than Canada and the people vacation there all the time. So This for is someone... the
3: dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life because this person doesn't understand about Climate ecosystem. Ecos... No, ecosystems, biomes, how the balance works between uh, wildlife, plant life, uh, bacteria, and simple viruses, uh, wetlands, like If you destroy the individual ecosystems, it makes everything harder to live and breathe in. Like Um, the reason the reason it can be hot in South America uh, and people don't just die is because it can be cold in other places. If everything is hot all the time, everything dies.
2: Say yeah, and there are other factors, but I'll get to that. So sorry,
3: sorry, that's just a simple, cursory, over-the-top. this is this person is incredibly dumb they've not had any schooling
2: i will continue on because he he goes on to say so for someone to say that it would not be the end of the world for something like that to happen i think it's ludicrous edmonton mayor um that i said his name already simply responded by saying thank you and the meeting moved ahead in a tweet ward i can't even pronounce this counselor sarah hamilton responded by saying I'd like to offer my consulting services should any other aspiring comedians want to brigade uh, council meetings. I promise that I'll at least help you get to the punchline. Presumably the man is a huge <laughs> Hot Ones fan, but this could not be confirmed by by press time. We see this happen every so often. It's happening more in Canada where people, and as your right, as a citizen, you can bring things to city council. You're allowed to talk to your elected rep representatives and it's always over the strangest issues um
3: i know oh, oh, oh i know why you skipped the word <laughs> i looked it up. words s-i-p-i-w-i-y-i-n-i-w-a-k sipawiniak maybe probably sipawiniak but yeah that is, that is a tongue twister of a, of a word
2: yeah um and i know in the states where a lot of people get ambushed at meetings for example that are publicly held meetings it's a lot to do with local school boards i noticed that happens a lot
3: and that that, that was happening locally here over uh and it's uh, it's always over identity politics
2: yeah it's over it's always over identity politics or critical race theory it's starting to get more about the conversation Uh, about kind of
3: climate change or a lot of times uh what books are deemed not good for christian youth
2: yeah i'm like guys it's 2023 can we just not reading not
3: if you are afraid of what somebody reads you're afraid of ideas and not what the book actually is a a book doesn't change people's minds a book opens people up to different views Mm. and if you're afraid of somebody reading a different view and coming to that conclusion they were likely to come to that conclusion Anyway, they just happened to read it and realized, "Hey, it's not not just it's not just in my head."
2: Yeah, like it's it's strange. Like I've seen some really bizarre council meeting videos on YouTube. There's tons of comp comp compilations out there. You'll see of people just getting in at it.
3: Thank you, Bible Belt, for giving us some of those crazy (laughs) crazy compilation videos. (laughs) I mean, like you're allowed to hold whatever views you want. Until and, and, you're, become, and, you are allowed, and you're allowed to express those views as long as you're not actively harming somebody.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just don't actively hurt people. Don't be a bigot. Don't be just stop. You're, allowed to, you, you're, stop.
3: you're allowed to be a bigot in your own mind. It's where you express it that it becomes a problem.
2: True. So our final story this week, Alex showed me this story yesterday, and I'm so glad he did. So from CornwallLive.com. McDonald's to remove, quote, tasteless sign opposite Cornwall Crematorium. The advertising poster next to the sign for Penmount Crematorium has largely been greeted with hilarity. Burger giant McDonald's has said it will remove a quote tasteless sign opposite a crematorium in Cornwall after the unfortunate coincidental placement pointed out by Cornwall Live. Although the advertising hoarding has or yeah, hoarding has caused hilarity among motorists who spotted on the busy A. A39. Others fear it may upset grieving families. The sign advertising the fast food chain's Crispy Burger is right next to a crematorium sign and has been placed on a bus stop directly opposite the Penmount crematorium between Truro and Carlin Cross. So
3: to explain to somebody who can't see it, this is in in Cornwall, England, not Cornwall. Ontario. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And it is, a small white and black sign that says crematorium with an arrow pointing to the left, standard British, uh, uh, road sign style, uh, similar to ours in North America, except theirs have a slightly different shape. And the bus stop is a standard bus shelter, like a green and glass bus shelter with the poster. It's within about five feet of the crematorium. So when you drive up, you'll see crematorium. And then to the right, the McCrispy sign.
2: So the woman says, or a woman said, sorry, one woman whose mother-in-law cremated at, at the establishment last year she said quote although i can see the funny side it is tasteless and i'm sure some grieving families won't like to see it when visiting uh penmount for the funeral and the cremation of a loved one when Cor- when a cornwall reporter asked people what they thought of the sign someone replied i think how funny it is will probably depend on how long ago you followed the crematorium sign wearing a black tie when we shared an image of the sign it was greeted lo- with hilarity among the comments were quote anyone who doesn't find this funny are the same people who who that were taken into consideration when the when the Penmount Hotel in New Quay became uh Penberthy Care Home, it wouldn't it was thought that some wouldn't see the funny side of a building full of older folks sharing the same name as the corporation body furnace. Um Quote, no worse than when our local council entertaining the idea of allowing a crematorium to be built next door to a retirement village, fell off a chair laughing, and of course, I'm loving it, the, the chain slogan. Someone who works at the advertising at sites in Cornwall said, not me, luckily, I do have sympathy, however... Uh, Cornwall Council, which runs the crematorium and owns the bus shelter, said it was unable to comment on the matter.
3: It, this was just part, I don't think this was purposeful. I think this was part of this, the advertising campaign where. And nobody thought it about it. it, it the, the, the McDonald's paid to have all the bus shelter signs changed. Didn't matter where they were placed, it's yeah. just all the signs were changed. Now, what's funny, there's talk about, you know, uh, what's really funny that's not mentioned in this article is. It has the McCrispy and the McCrispy for anybody that doesn't know. If you're in a country that doesn't have it, it's in Canada now. It started like in the states. Salad? It was the states and Canada, and then it moved to England. Uh, you know how the the uh, McChicken burger is like that sort of white meat, very homogenized ground chicken burger. Mm-hmm. It is their version of what what like uh, Wendy's or other people have, where it's more of like a chicken breast meat fried chicken breast basically as a burger but maybe a little more mcdonaldsified but that's what it says in small print below the mccrispy and below the burger is so it's a crematorium picture uh it says uh, a new favorite here to stay <laughs> mccrispy a new favorite here to stay at the crematorium <laughs> oh it's, it's it's too good i mean i'm sorry it's just this is one of those things where things just happen and they become real, really funny. It could have been worse. It could have been so much worse. Um, like there there have been, uh, you know, things advertising garbage pickup that have been placed to weird things. Like, could you imagine if it was crematorium this way and then it had a picture of like waste management garbage bags?
2: I want to say I've seen something like that locally here. Actually, like like, like there was like, something like, I've like, seen. Like,
3: like if it, like if it was like literally what if it had like the thing saying got junk <laughs> got, it, <sure. laughs> got junk or or what if it was advert what if it was advertising that old age home and it was like and it was like shady acres retirement home uh you know uh a very happy place for your for your parent and then it's right next to the crematorium <laughs> like it could have been like they said it could have been worse
2: There is one place locally, and then I guess we'll kind of wrap this up, uh, close to where my wife went to high school. Uh, High school, very, very nice facility. Right next door to a cemetery. Okay, strike one. And right next door to the town's crematorium. So just imagine going for lunch and what you can smell in the air. It ate the meatloaf.
3: Okay, here, you know what could have been better? What if it was an advertisement... For like, you know, there's Baskin Robbins, but there's like, what is it here called? Stone slab creamery. Yeah. What if it was the stone slab cream creamery ad, uh, ice creamery right next to the crematorium? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. Ooh. <sighs> mommy, it tastes like ashes. <laughs> that's that's terrible. I'm sorry. This ice hey, yeah. cream. T- hey, hey, mommy! This ice cream tastes like grandpa. <laughs> this tastes like grandpa's kisses I'd be like oh oh Ooh, no dear. we have it could have been even worse what if it was an advertisement for the local uh humane society <laughs> oh man see my thing- <laughs> and, it, and it was a picture the local humane society pound and it's got a bunch of dogs and cats staring at the, at the picture like you know adopt us but it's the the humane society crematorium
2: (laughs) you know what i was thinking about this what fast food chain could get away from this if they had to have fast food advertising you know who loses subway subway yep (laughs) subway gets away with it maybe taco bell but wendy's loses because they say flame grilled they always have that in the advertisement, and Burger King has it right on Char- the Whopper. Burger Bur-
3: Bur- King charbroiled.
2: Yeah, exactly. They can't win. So any of the burger places auto lose. Maybe Jack in the Box. Oh, maybe could, it could.
3: It could have been worse. Spicy angry Whopper. <laughs> or, uh, or uh, um, maybe Swiss uh, Chalet
2: if you want to go Canadian. No whoa. rotisserie chicken. You might lose there, but you got to think about that. What one was for a the second. old
3: commercial? Something. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Was it chicken or beef or turkey? Well, or what was that? What was that commercial where it's like it's what's for dinner? It was the slogan.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. It wasn't Mary Brown's, was it? Oh
3: no, 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 no! Old advertising campaigns. I feel like chicken tonight. Chicken tonight.
2: And pizza places couldn't get away with it oh. either because they always say wood fried or oh no, whatever. No, no, no. You,
3: Okay, what if it was a Oven shake- fresh? What, what if it was a shake and bake ad?
4: <laughs>
3: there's no bake. way to win this. I mean, there's... <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there something else that, like, it could be like? Actually, you know what's more likely? What? They're saying there were rumors that it's going to be replaced by a Burger King ad. Now, you know what's going to probably replace it? A life insurance policy ad, because that's what's on most bus terminals anyway. It's true. It's
2: either going to be that or a real estate agent which it oh, always no. is
3: no no wait 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 it's tax season what if it HR was one. an ad for hr Block? <laughs> <laughs> there's only there's there's only two things certain in life death and taxes <laughs> and it has that. Come, come, come in get pre- come in and get yours prepared today and it's right next to the. <laughs> so i mean it could have been much worse it's but I do, I do think it was funny that the Crispy was right bold center that's, that's that's good i mean that I, is. that's that's wholesome weird weird news right there that is dad joke level of weird Yeah, like it's, it's i mean yeah it's it's we can think of things that would make it you know significantly worse uh i'm trying to think if there's anything directly i guess like a fresh baked cookies thing could have been worse yeah
2: so there you have it folks that's going to do it for this edition of the weird news Only oh on this oh point. oh
3: Oh. Popeyes. I don't know if they have Popeyes there, right? Yeah. Popeyes used to have an ad here for blackened chicken. Oh. There was like a limited time offer. You imagine I remember was, that, yeah. Can you imagine if it was if it was Popeye's uh Popeye's blackened chicken and it was just a picture of like shark?
2: <laughs> or or if it was like advertising like a barbecue pit or something?
3: Or even like a hair product commercial where it's advertising like, you know, no burnt ends or split ends.
2: (laughs) There's no way to win in the world of advertising if we've definitely shown that. So, anyway, guys, we're going to take a uh, final break here on thisweekingeek.net. Alex has one more review for us this week, and then we are kind of give you a preview and what's going to be coming up on the site uh, this week. As uh, well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about before the end of the month because, hey, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Hopefully, you're spending it with your significant other or at least someone you like. Or, hey, maybe your dog, cat, hamster, snake. I don't I don't know you and I don't judge. We'll talk to you guys right after this, only on thisweekingeek.net. <music>
3: scavenger studio sent a review copy of season a letter to the future for us to check out uh this is a ps5 ps4 code that uh works for both but i obviously played it on the playstation 5 and this is that game that you saw and i think it was one of the playstation showcases early on either right before the ps5 uh came out or launched it was it might not have been the first like showcase where it was like the, the future of gaming one that they did the super high quality one it might have been like the august or september one they did before the console launched and this was the game where you saw a pair a person riding around on a bicycle and chronicling and listening to the different like people slash somewhat fantastical creatures and people uh and recording down the events at the end of the season or what appears to be an apocalyptic event that's going to be happening that is dissimilar to what we would normally think of as a season. <laughs> uh, I won't get much further into that way as far as the plot goes, because this is a game that is a little more on the side of a, a narrative experience. We've done a few of these uh, reviews in the past year or so, and I, I guess the closest thing that maybe somebody would have experienced is... Um, what remains of Edith Finch where you go through it and it's an interactive narrative story. And you're given some prompts in this game at the beginning where it's like, here's a spot to record or listen or do things. And then you're sort of just left to your own devices to discover and do things in whatever order you feel like it. Um, the mechanics of riding the bike around are kind of neat. Uh, it does take advantage of the, the uh, PS 5s controller and, and, you know, features with the triggers and and the rumble and everything. Uh, What's most striking about this game is it looks like you're in a living water painting and it's pretty cool that way for being, you know, a smaller studio uh, putting together this project audio wise. uh, It's very well designed for the, the atmosphere. Uh, There's the lip syncing is a little off for me, but that is also maybe a design choice. Like, it doesn't appear like there was a problem with it. It's just I prefer my stuff to be like super tight, <laughs> and this is a little a little bit on the loosey goosey end. But it's going for a specific style, so I get it, which is cool. Uh, this is something where you're going to want to experience it at least once, and then you know maybe try it again. It's the kind of thing where it might be fun once you've done it to have somebody come else somebody else come in with you and uh, you know play through it with you and just see what their reaction and how they experience it. Uh, It is, this is a a game that is very much experience the atmosphere over experience any action, because this is not by any means an action game. This is a, you know, brew some tea or coffee or whatever your favorite calming drink is, uh, sit in a room with like a scented candles and nice mood mood lighting, and just kick back for an afternoon on like a rainy day or something. And just chill and play this. Uh, It's one of the better unique experiences. I like that we have these now where we can have these big blockbuster games. And then we can have these like super tuned in niche, interesting narrative adventures. And I think if you've liked that, what what remains of Edith Finch or you liked, um, even though there was a lot more action in it, the kind of uniqueness that you got uh, from Stray... It's like that, just not as action puzzly. This is experience the world, record things down at, at your own pace, and unravel the mystery that is what this world is. And I, I won't say more than that. Just, I think you're probably going to like it. So, you know, check out a couple trailers and then maybe, you know, give it a try. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> And that's the kind of show it has been here
2: on this week in Geek.net. As this week is Valentine's Day, we do wish our warmest uh, well wishes to all of you out there who decide to celebrate today. And for those of you that don't, it's just Tuesday, and that's okay, too. Hopefully, you will still have fun regardless. Coming up on the site this week, we will have you, another...
3: If, if if you don't have a significant other, you don't want one, you don't have one for whatever reason, whatever your situation is, you Hang can all that you can all benefit from when all the candy goes on sale the next day. That's right. There's always something it's, to gain out of this. It, it's the second, sorry, I would say it's the third best after holiday candy day. Halloween is the best, followed by Christmas, Easter. And uh, this, I think, is, oh, okay, I would say it's Halloween, then yep. Easter, and then this and Christmas are tied yeah third place and then fourth fourth place is mother's day father's yep. day nothing nothing goes on sale except ties and like socks maybe barbecues
2: <laughs> maybe barbecues
3: oh barbecue sauces and you might get like a whole bunch of leftover that's the day where you can go get all the great meat that didn't sell
2: yeah sometimes you might see the odd sale on tools but you kind of got to jump on that one
3: but but as far as candy goes it's this is right up there with christmas so you know be prepared to get a bunch of nice chocolates later on
2: yeah for sure so uh yeah i think we have another loose cannon i know i just finished uh editing the lorenzo Lamas epic that is the snake
3: eater trilogy yeah that that should be coming out this week uh aaron and i i've got to contact aaron to figure out what day he would like to record so that the following week we should have our uh trek gear in, in review discussion because uh this week is when picard season three starts and we'll be looking into 2023 and beyond yeah
2: and i know we're going to be talking about the last of us on a prototype once that ends well we'll probably do a last of us discussion and then maybe a follow-up talk will be us talking about video game adaptations have they gotten better and that's only talking yeah. about stuff in the last like say five years plus um, a, a,
3: pro, a prototype with you me and um, maybe ken and, probably and ken and ken i think the first one we should do is, is still going to be our you know, what do we think the year is going to be like? Yeah. Because we're, getting, because... we're, we're not at E3 season yet, but we're seeing some things popping up. We've had a few showcases and we're still in a situation where outside of Nintendo, there's nothing we really know about what's coming this year. So yeah,
2: it's fairly quiet on a number of different fronts. So we're just going to have to kind of wait and see. Um, I know uh, me and Ken are recording on Valentine's Day. Coincidentally enough, we're recording a uh, anime uh, loose canon, which is kind of a follow up to one we did earlier last year, where we talked about romance animes. And Ken picked two. He picked Josie the Tiger and the Fish and a Silent Voice, and he themed it around disability romance. And just to give you kind of a preview of what I watched last night. I watched Josie, the tiger and the fish last night. And that got a lot about being in a wheelchair, right? A lot. And a lot of the struggles, um, a disabled person may face. And I was very pleasantly surprised. The next one features a girl who is deaf and only really communicates via sign language. She can talk, but it's not, if you've ever heard a deaf person speak, it's not as, uh, flow it fluent, uh, fluent rather as say you or i because we can judge how we sound and everything and it's about a person who bullies them and what happens to them afterwards <laughs> and it, oh it is unpleasant for about the like, first 30 minutes
3: to, to try to bring it up a, a notch i'm going to preface this by saying is it bad and i know the answer is yes mm-hmm. is it bad that when i <laughs> when you said disability romances you know what was the first thing that came into my head take a wild guess of movies with disability romances
2: oh right
3: um can you you think of one i can
2: think of ones that have subplots where people are disabled and they happen to get into a romantic thing and it's almost always played for laughs
3: okay i'm just gonna say the first one that popped into my head okay wasn't Freddy Got Fingered.
2: Yes, that was what I was kind of guessing you were going to go. <laughs>
3: yeah, this one... thats uh, Let's just say that this is probably handled with more tact and grace.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say Ken, he's never shown me a bad anime movie yet. Um, and I'm really glad he's showing me stuff that isn't Dragon Ball, that isn't Shown or isn't Magical Girl. This is the Slice of Life anime. I think this is I think this is what I want in terms of a different storytelling medium that is way outside of what I'm used to watching. And I'm really going to recommend that Josie the or the tiger and the fish right now. Um, it's wonderfully done. Um, so yeah, me and Ken are going to record that it'll probably be released the week after. So it's sort of your after Valentine's day uh, palette cleanser and you're, you're just full disclosure. You're going to hear some really, some really deep stuff on that like as ken said mike after this you're probably gonna want to decompress and he's right um so be prepared for an emotional gut punch before we get back to talking about lorenzo lamas and his lovely hair um so we will be talking
3: about and and his utterly strange movies (laughs) yeah
2: So it'll be a good time. We're also going to be talking, uh, me and Alex and Aaron are talking about doing the time cop movie or not time cop universal soldier. We're talking about doing something for fast and the furious later on in the year when fast X finally comes out. Um, we'll probably do something on transformers when that comes out closer to release in June. Um, maybe we'll look at the asylums version of the transformers, transmorphers. Um, we should have a lot of really cool stuff. I know there's obviously more Earth versus Soup. Uh, I can tell you in terms of reviews for me, currently I'm starting Metroid Prime Remastered uh, on the Nintendo Switch, which is a game I've never really got into on the GameCube. And on the Switch, I think I had it and I sold it because I'm an idiot. Um or no, Yeah, no, I have that for the Wii. Sorry. Um, and I also have a bunch of Hasbro stuff. I got stuff from d and I got tons of Transformers. I'm working on getting some more stuff in. I have some role-playing books. I'm going to be looking at one of the latest books from Dune that came out really late last year. I'm going to be contacting Modiphius for more. Um, I got more stuff from Renegade Game Studios. I know there was a Transformers adventure that just came out uh, that came with the GM screen. And there's going to be some other cool stuff for that. I know in terms of other big things, and speaking of like kind of role play stuff, before we get any farther, I have got half the campaign written for our big spring season, which is Transformers. That's going to run between eight and ten one hour episodes uh, for the year. And then Alex is running Power Rangers as kind of like a three to four hour one off. And we should be doing that uh, hopefully before E3, if not sooner. So the idea is to record that fairly soon-ish. And I, I want to talk with JT to do more Twig Sunday funnies because I've been researching the Transformer stuff. I've been going back and reading the IDW stuff. Wow, I hope someone who gets this license does a really good job because this stuff is really freaking awesome. So um, really looking forward to doing more with that. And that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Alex? What do you have cooking um, in the Ricci kitchen?
3: Uh, just I had a couple movies come in that I'm going to be taking a look at. Uh, as far as games go, I'm pretty much in the clear uh, after, you know, today's show. There are some indie titles popping up that we may get for review. But again, nothing concrete just yet. Like there, there's some stuff I'm interested in, but I'm not sure for getting codes for. Uh, but. Like as we go towards the the end of the month, there's stuff that I'm going to be playing probably just for me, like Octopath Traveler Two, uh, and if I don't have anything to like officially review uh, during that time period, I might just do a review on that if there's nothing else, right? Uh, because other major games coming up in February are uh, Wild Hearts, but that is that's that Omega Force like Monster Hunter style game being released by EA weirdly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atomic Heart. I think we put in a review request for that, but I'm not sure if that's a you game or a me game. That's the I, rush. That's the Russian Bioshock game.
2: Isn't there some weird controversy around that one? We'll have to uh, talk about that. Not, one. not
3: not with them. It was the studio was based in Russia. Ah, okay. and they and the game was delayed because they couldn't get paid because there was no way to transfer money to their accounts. Oh. so they had to. Uh, so the company had to set up offices in an eu <laughs> sponsored country <laughs> and the because the workers like they had nothing to do with the war they're just yeah. programmers from and some of them are not even from russia you know they just live in there uh so the game finally got completed and it's focus uh, home entertainment i believe is publishing it i know we put in a review request for it a while ago like a year yeah. ago so if it shows up it's a bioshock game you're a bioshock fan right
2: i am very much so
3: so is that a you game then
2: i would try it yeah
3: Okay, so if it shows up, you get first stab at it, and if, if you end up not liking it or not wanting to or whatever, then we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. How, we'll figure it out outside of that. Uh, the other big releases are some of the, like the VR titles, but we're not we don't have a VR unit to uh, to do Horizon Call of the Mountain. So
2: I was about to say, yeah, that's something we should probably very quickly mention. Some outlets have received PlayStation VR too. Um, we can't afford that straight up no, so.
3: no f- flat, flat out like i'll be very honest it's eight hundred and fifty dollars per unit after taxes in canada that's right for you that's, that's it's not just that it's that's 250 dollars more than their consoles cost yeah and i know the costs have gone up because of inflation and everything but like to to play one sony title at launch and then a few other indie titles and with the promises of more even as a team, if we were to split that, that's a lot of money for something that we don't know is actually going to be successful. And that is something that it's not just us that a lot of people have expressed to Sony. It's not a matter of us being cheap or not wanting to invest in the technology or not being supporting the companies. It's, that is a lot, that is a replacement computer. That is, that is replacing all of our recording equipment and then some. Yeah. To invest in something that we don't know is going to work for everybody. Also, we we review things unbiased and for as wide an audience as possible. But right now, we a lot of our listeners still haven't been able to either afford or find a PlayStation 5. And it's getting easier. You can pretty much find them now. But with the recession hitting, a lot of people are barely able to afford that. And if they can, that's their big purchase with their tax return money, right? Yeah, And and then to be asked to pay more than double that to basically get invested in total. You're going to have to spend like $1,500 to get invested to play one VR launch title. That's from a first party company that is only about a seven to 10 hour experience. As amazing as it can possibly be, you're going to get like 1% attach rate. It's not enough people for us. It's not enough listeners of ours that would justify us talking about it because what uses it to them if they can't afford or want it yeah i mean so if that's that, if the price that, comes down sure absolutely and, and and that's you know and that's not like i'm not trying to speak out of turn i'm not trying to piss off sony we've we've had discussions and other people have had open discussions with sony about that you, you've seen the news articles where sony tried to downplay it they're like they're not cutting production they are cutting production because there's not enough demand it's too expensive if that headset was under if the headset was two ninety nine American, three ninety nine Canadian, it's still too much. Yeah, because it costs you six hundred and fifty dollars to buy a PS five. Uh, and you could argue, well, it's more powerful than, than the the Oculus. Yeah, but the Oculus is a self contained unit for five hundred dollars, roughly, depending on where you get it. You don't need anything. You don't even need a computer. Whereas this costs almost double. And you need a $600 machine to run it. Yeah. So it's, it's and it, if we weren't in a, in a recession or in a very tight economy, but right now upwards of 50,000 people in the tech sector, the worldwide just got laid off. That's 50,000 less workers. And that's just the tech field. So we're in a position right now where there's a lot of people that can't afford these things. So that's why we're like, if we rec- if we were to possibly receive a, review unit as a loaner or something or if even even if video game stores existed that did rentals we'd be willing to rent one for a weekend to try it out and let you know yeah yeah but that that just but that that model doesn't exist anymore so we're not so if, if anybody you know ends up hitting us up with questions like hey are you guys covering this as of right now we aren't and it's not for lack of wanting to or or angry at it or you know screw vr it's not that it's it's just not practical right now for us. You know, we're, we're, tw- we're two guys that run a, uh, run a podcast mostly. We have other associates, but it's two guys that are, uh, you know, on fixed incomes through disability.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. It just is what it is. So
3: it, uh, it is what it is. It looks interesting. And if it comes down in price and if, if, it, if the system takes off well and it does like really successful and it's doing super well and then we get a price slash to like half the price down the line. One of us will probably pick it up. Yeah, for it's sure. Just, it's just not at launch. We won't be covering stuff at, at the launch date for it. So that's why some of our content will be a little lighter. And then other releases for the rest of the month, you know, on the 24th, there's the Kirby game coming out. I might be getting a review copy of that. That
2: That's always been your jam anyway.
3: Yeah. So if I do, you'd have to probably expect that review to come the first week of, uh, of March because, you know, we'll, we'll probably get it closer to launch or on launch day if we get it and then you know moving on from there we've got a few indie titles uh i know we put in a request for woe long fallen dynasty that's the the uh team ninja hack and slash action game so there's that uh and then i think you you want to be yeah i put in a request for fatal frame for you um,
2: okay. yeah that was a lot of fun When I yeah played.
3: fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse that's the, i think the next game in the series or something mm-hmm. um so there's that that might be coming for you um And then, let me see here, then we're in the middle of March, so we'll know as we get closer to that. But yeah, the reason that our review content might be a little light for the end of February is some of the games coming out uh, or any of the major games at the end of the month are mostly either VR enhanced titles, VR indie titles, or uh, Call of the Mountain, which is the Horizon first party big budget VR title. So we won't be covering that. It's just kind of the way things are. So speaking of the way things are, it is time to
2: close up the show this week. So hopefully you've had a fantastic voyage with us here on the show. Lots of good stuff from me, Aaron, Alex, and uh, Ken. Uh, we'll get JT back on the show sooner as opposed to later. So until next time, folks, for this week in Geek, we have been uh, Alex, the producer. I've been Mike, the Birdman saying, have yourselves a fantastic Valentine's day. And if you don't, you know what you can do for Birdman? Just be excellent to each other. We'll catch you guys again next time, right here on ThisWeekinGeek.net.
1: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought.
3: Thanks for listening to this episode of This Week in Geek. Hungry for more? Check out our website at ThisWeekinGeek.net. You can subscribe to the podcast, browse our Twitter and Instagram, and leave your thoughts on today's topics. If you'd like to give us some feedback, send us an email at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. Tune in next time, and remember, lower
0: your shields and surrender your listenership. We would be honored if you would join us.
4: Thank you for your cooperation. Good night.